Peace. Peace. What's goody goody? A1 Drizzy. Tasco, the CEO of T of 2 a.m. Miss Ravioli. What's good, y'all? That's right. Come on in. Come on in. What up, what up? Hang on, I like to be on the right side. There we go. There we go. Pace, pace. We here, y'all. It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Hump day. Wisdom Bill Destroy Day. All being born to knowledge cipher. All being born to knowledge. Smash that like button. Let's smash that like button. We here at our at our new time, our earlier time. We want to get our. That's right. We want to get our. Overseas people, London in the house. Mm-hmm. We got y'all in consideration. He said, "Make me a sniper." <laughs> FJ Sanchez, peace, fam. What's goody? Peace. Somebody said, "Merry Kwanzaa." Okay. Mm-hmm. Peace. Peace, peace. Somebody wrote peace, bro, but they spelled peace wrong. I'm not even going to do you like that. It's too late. That. I saw that. That's hard. That's hard. Peace. Please. Lord Tak Kim. <laughs> How you, God? Peace to the God. Bay Area in the house. Mm. Shout out to the Bay. Peace and blessings to the chap, says my man, Balls Deep. <laughs> As a yo, they wildin', yo. Balls deep. They wildin', yo. <laughs> Let's get it, y'all. Somebody saying merry. You must be from overseas. If you say merry holidays instead of happy <laughs> holidays, that sounds like definitely some London shit right there. We with it, though. Uh-oh, somebody said happy belated birthday, Artie Stacks. Peace. Peace. FJ Sanchez, salute. You know what it is. They say, welcome back, Artie Stacks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I would have been here last week, y'all, but I had to go to court. Yeah. (laughs) So you had to go to court. Hang on. First of all, welcome back to the Godcast. My name's Lord Jamal. And it's your boy, King Artie Stiznacks. Okay. Um, Shout out to Digga Digga. Shout out to my man, Godfrey. Um... So, yeah, we're back. Yes, sir. Uh, Y'all have been celebrating, you know, these pagan holidays. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have been uh, fortifying the economic structure of this capitalist society by, you know, running out and getting presents and stuff like that. It's all good, you know. Um, And nothing to interrupt. That's what you choose to do. 
Huh? What's the what's the science behind the tree? Well, there's a lot of different science. They used to do, you know, they used to do uh just pagan rituals around this evergreen tree, you know, especially those people, those Caucasian people that lived in the north. You know, the evergreen tree would be almost a sign like a miracle to them that it stayed green throughout the year when they were cold and fucked up and all of that. Um, But, you know, the science of like hanging balls on the tree and all of that, like supposedly back in the days, they used to cut people's heads off and hang them from the tree and all of that type of shit. So those balls really represent like decapitated heads and shit like that. Um, wow that they would decorate trees with um yeah it's a lot of you know it's a lot of shit that goes back to moloch and Mm. and fucking um all these pagan gods where they would um you know offer up children and they would have orgies in the streets you know at the at the solstice and all this crazy shit and it'll be a time of lawlessness um when people could just run amok, you mm. know. So um yeah, that's just some of the some of the history of uh Wow, wow of Christmas and Saint Nick. Actually Nick was was referred to as the devil. Like that was mm. known as as, as, a, as another name for the devil. Old Nick. He's mm. the old Saint Nick. Anyway. And then if you if you rearrange the letters in Santa, mm. oh, it's an anagram for Satan. Mm. The anagram for Satan. They just moving it around, mm. just like NASA. We broke down NASA last week. You know yeah. how that's an anagram for Satan. They just dropped the T. That's why when they're counting down on the space launches, they say T minus, you know, T minus ten, T minus nine, you know, because they took mm-hmm. the T out of Satan. Mm-hmm. anyway wow. but you know what i do like about holidays regardless of their um sometimes their nefarious origins is the is the um aspect of sharing time with family you know and mm-hmm. um you know just that whole you know people get off work and they're able to see people that they haven't seen for a long time and all of that type of shit mm-hmm. and you know, that's great. You know what I mean? That's great. At the end of the year, we make yeah, it work we, all we year shouldn't, long. We shouldn't, you know, wait for just these uh, so-called holidays to uh, do these things. But, you know, it does give people an excuse to uh, to do it. So, right. you know, that's a positive in it. And I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Um. That's right. Throw that NASA. He said, I got to throw my NASA away right now. First of all, you notice all the branding they've been having for NASA lately. Like they got all this NASA gear and sneakers and all kind of shit. Why do they need branding? You know what I mean? I'll tell you why. Because it's some fake bullshit. Um, Anyway. um, So you had a born day. Shout out to you. Thank you, thank you. You want to tell the people how how old you are? Or are you trying to hide? Man. You trying to be like one of these guys that hide how old they are? I'm 54. Nah, man. I'm 49. I just turned 49. Okay, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. About to hit that old five, 
five zero, huh? You're gonna join the fifty club, huh? Hey, hey, we're gonna have Sagittarius on the sand next year. Lord Jamar. Sagittarius on the sand. <laughs> you know where we're going to go? That sounds nice. He said, you know where we're going to go. Miami. Yes, sir. And you coming, too. Okay. Hey, it's you the coming. 50th. I have to come. That's the, that's the big 5-0. That's right. Oh, we haven't. We haven't. Um, flat iggity discussions already. That's right. Nothing can penetrate the firmament. These motherfuckers ain't gone nowhere. They ain't been to no outer space and all of that type of bullshit. Somebody said, Lord Jamal interviewed the far side. Why you put mm. LOL? I would interview them. What's wrong with that? Huh? Huh, Large Pro? And I don't think this is my brother, Large Pro, who I just interviewed for the 371 podcast. Um, shout, shout out to my man, Giovanni and Lavish T. Shout out to them boys. Yes, sir. Um, so anyway, you said you had to go to court. What happened? Man, free mama stacks, man. What's As everybody on? knows, you want to talk man, about this? Yeah, let's 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 briefly, man. Family members, man. Greed, greed, and trying to take over the mm. estate. Mm. So the day after laying Papa Stacks to rest, you know, with the taps, and rest the, in peace, uh, Papa, Papa Stacks. You know, one of the well for us you know the forefront the main person here that that's close to us that passed away later on we're going in the show we're going to go over you know some of the notable people that passed um in 2022 and quite frankly it's it's quite a lot and i'm not just talking hip-hop and all that i'm talking about just people we would know in general that are notable so anyway go ahead tell me about papa stacks and, and and what happened yeah, so Papa Stacks passed, and immediately after the funeral, you know, I got family coming over from the East Coast and the West Coast because I got family on both both coasts. Mm -hmm. I had to rush my uncles back to the airport in St. Louis, which is two hours away from where my folks live, because um, they had to rush back. They're business people in Cali, so they had to catch a flight back. I hit up my sis. I said, yo, is mom going back with you to your crib? You know, we can't leave mom alone. You know, her husband just passed. She, oh, no, no, she'll be all right. She's good. She's good. I, I'm, I'm leaving. So I said, okay, I'm going to double back, and tomorrow I'm going to go and be Mama Stack's caregiver, make sure she's good. I've been doing it for two months, back and forth from St. Louis to Fort Leonard Wood. Right. So Candace and I is having dinner. Lo and behold, we get a knock at the door. Candace is like, oh, babe, come to the door. Your sister's out front with her, her punk-ass whitey husband and the police. So they stormed the crib. And it was a one and a half hour standoff because Mama Stex did not want to leave her crib to mm. go with my sister and Whitey. Mm. So basically, I went all these years without a baby mama because I hear a lot of custody battle stories over children. And here I am now, a custody battle in the middle of a custody battle for my own mother. Mm. She got yanked out of her crib, y'all, from my sister. Wow. Just snatched Mama Stacks from under my nose in Mama Stacks' crib. So now I got to pay mad bread for a lawyer and prove that I have power of attorney and I'm my mom, I'm, I'm my mother's caregiver. And all this is fueled by jealousy from my sister and this, trying to mm. take the estate. Mm. You know, she done stole mad bread out of mom's account. And you said she got bread. Like, why is she doing this? She's a doctor, man. 
the fuck? Are we, you and I talk. You and I talk behind the scenes. You said it's never enough money. Right. That's true. For some people, it's never enough. If you can see a way to get more, you know, um, motherfuckers is gonna go for it. And it's just a shame what money will do. How it will, you know, it can divide families and 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 just bring out sometimes the worst in human beings. Right. And not for nothing, Lord Jay, we grown men, you know, we got our own bread. So my 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 angle is to protect mama stacks, make sure her estate is good and nobody is taking advantage and stealing from mom. But my baby sister is doing the opposite of that. And so somehow she's finagled to where she now is like in custody of your mother, basically. So what what she did is she lied to the courts and the judge and said, mom is living alone. She's uh, incapable. She's incapacitated. And uh, I need an emergency 30 day. So the judge issued an emergency 30 day guardianship and she stormed the crib with it. Mm. And I've been doing research on this country when it comes to the elderly and they're they're called the ward. They become the ward yeah, when somebody ward takes care of them. Or and they, of, they, yeah. yeah, they lose voting rights. They lose any decision making uh, uh, capabilities. Um, they they anything that you accumulate in your lifetime as far as wealth, money, uh, property, houses, cars, you lose control of all of that. And they so call where, you a ward. So where are you as far as you know being able to? regain custody of mama stacks and and you know where is this right now well it's still up in the air i had a hearing uh last week tuesday mind you my birthday's on the 20th tuesday was the 21st so the mm. day after my birthday i had the hearing right. and the judge i don't know man i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm gonna need to get a, a better attorney a pro a better probate attorney because the judge didn't hear any of facts or anything he just cried and gave an emotional speech saying the judge cried. The judge was crying and gave an emotional speech. He called me and my sister to the front in front of him with our um, with our lawyers each. And he gave an emotional speech crying, saying, saying what you guys need to show respect to your mom. And I'm sitting here like, OK, yes, your honor. Yes, your honor. My sister and her husband sitting there looking stupid, quiet because they wanted to talk about the estate. And he said, your mom's not dead yet. I don't want to talk about no estate. Show respect to your mom. And then he just extended. <laughs> he extended my sister another 30-day emergency guardianship for my mom and said, we're going to set it for trial. That's where we are. <clears throat> Nothing was really, it was a hearing. Nothing was really heard at the hearing, except an emotional speech from the judge and mind you, my mother has her own attorney that's supposed to be provided by the courts. And she didn't even show up with her attorney. So I didn't even get to see Mom Dukes at the hearing. I, ha I haven't seen Mom Dukes for a month. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you're going through this, you know. Um, but like somebody just said in the chat, you know, this too shall pass, you know, all, all storms shall pass. And, um, you know, right. hopefully, um, you know, justice and, and, and 
rightfulness will prevail. You know? Amen. I was just thinking about those words earlier, freedom, justice, and equality. Mm-hmm. You Speak know, on. that's something that, especially, you know, Elijah Muhammad, the nation of Islam, you know, we would see those words in our lessons, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, those really are there in our 12 jewels. Like those are, are things that we truly need. Like freedom. What is freedom? Like to truly be free and unhindered by whatever. The establishment. It could be the establishment. It could be your own mind. You might you might need to be free from a mind state. You might need to be free from worry and stress. You know, that's mm-hmm. freedom. What does real justice look like? You know, justice is when some wrong shit happens. You know, like when you think about reparations. Um you know, that should, that's supposed to be a form of justice, you know, but justice is one's reward or penalty. So, so, you know, me and my brother, uh, reality was talking about this whole reparations and, you know, one of my brothers, my brother wise is talking about, Oh, we demanding, uh, reparations. And my brother's like, no, we're not demanding shit because a demand comes with some sort of threat you understand? If you don't do this, we're going to do this. And mm. in order for us as black people to demand reparations, demand justice, we have to be moving as one. And we can't even, you know what I mean? Right. We can't even uh, come together to say, all right, we're going to boycott Vlad. Mm. We can't even come together and say, all right, we're going to stop fucking with Gucci or Balenciaga and all this. Remember when Gucci was did some shit? Yes. Motherfuckers was mad at them for like two months and then niggas right back on Gucci. Yes, I remember. Right that. now we telling you that Balenciaga is about fucking with babies and shit like that and people's acting all mad about Balenciaga. And trust me, in like three months they're going to be back wearing some Balenciaga shit. Mm. You understand? Right. So this is part of the problem why we can't receive justice and equality equality is you know for things to be equal all around the board like like if we didn't have redlining and all of this type of shit if we didn't if there weren't certain things in place to try to give this man an upper hand above the us then it's it's not like we're asking for um yeah, don't, I don't want anything to put me above. We just want equality, freedom, justice, and equality. Mm-hmm. But they know that they can't give equality because we're not really equal. <laughs> like, if you were to 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 put us on an equal footing, we would just, you know what I mean? Right. We Playing just, even. by leaps and bounds, just be above everybody. That's why they do so much to try to keep us down. 
So, yeah, I was just thinking about freedom, justice, and equality. And it sounds like your mom's needs a little bit of all of that right now, huh? Yes. Let me ask you, Lord Jamar, how would you feel? I know you got brothers, but let's say, how would you feel the baby in the family? You're having dinner Saturday with your beloved mom, right? I know she's dear to you as well. And all of a sudden, your baby sibling comes in, and next thing you know, it was an hour and a half standoff with the police. And the police chief says, stand down, stand down. Because, you know, the police chief knew my papa stacks pretty well. So we're not going to pull this elderly woman out of her house. And then your sibling says, no, fuck that, and calls the ambulance, EMS. And then pull your mom out the house, and your mom's saying, Jamar, Jamar, please, Jamar, do something, do something, please. As you're seeing these people strap your mother down to the stretcher, throw her in the back of the ambulance and haul her away. What would yeah, you do? I don't know. I don't I might would have got locked up, to be honest, bro. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a hard it's a hard thing. But, you know, my emotions might have took the best of me and I might have been like, get the fuck off and start swinging on EMTs and police and all of that type of shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done in that moment. I'm sure it was very confusing for you. Very heart wrenching, very um, traumatic. Um, Very much so. All I could say is, you know, I feel for you and, and I, I hope uh, things go your way. Yes. I hope the things go the way of, righteousness and good yes um i love you my brother love you too bro um so moving on let's let's get to uh i guess the latest talk of the town right now Mm. oh wait hang on hang on sagan yahawada sagan yahawada thank you he said nowhere in history where there was a race slash nation in charge over the world ever gave equality to another race of people. Equality is, is an illusion. Um, I'm not going to say it's an illusion. Well, first of all, I appreciate your comment and thank you for your donation. Um, it's definitely equality. Equality definitely can be real. It's just the, the society we've been brought up in. Yes, equality would seem like it's an illusion um, that doesn't really exist. But equality indeed exists. Um, Equality is also another word for balance. You know, balance exists in the world. And there's no way that you could say balance is an illusion. It's just... If you live in a world where things have been unbalanced for so long, you might think that there's no balance doesn't even exist. Balance is not something that's real. I've never seen a, another uh, society balance. Listen, just because just because you've never seen that don't mean that it's not real. Like balance is definitely real. Equality is definitely real. But in this society, you um the concept of equality, they they make it look like an illusion. They make it look like an illusion, but actual true equality that I'm talking about, Sag, uh, Sagan, is definitely not an illusion. But 
Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it. Um, so what's everybody talking about right now? Your boy, Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes. <laughs> Dance, bitch. Tory Lanes. This story Lanes me mm-hmm. to talk about. Um, Tory Lanes, Meg the Stallion. Where do you um, want to start? Apparently, Tory Lanes was found guilty mm. of. What actually was I got it right here? I got, of? I got it right here. What's the what's the what's the what's the what's the charge? Guilty to assault with a semi-automatic firearm, carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharge of a firearm with gross negligence, according to prosecutors. Mm. It's a mouthful right there. Right. Even though there's it's three counts. Those three counts. I'll yes, read it again. Yeah, read it again. Guilty to assault with a semi-automatic firearm, carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharge of a firearm with gross negligence, mm. according to prosecutors. And they're trying to say the boy... Now, he hasn't been sentenced, right? Not yet. They already put him into custody, but they're saying he could get 20 years for this. Uh, 20. Yes. Yes. 20 years. 22. Up to 22 years maximum. Wow. Like, apparently, there was no DNA or anything connecting him to firing this gun. Right. Um. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of funny shit with this case right here. It's a lot of funny shit with this case. Mm. Um, Speak on it. Well, you know. <laughs> so, sister says she was in an argument with homie and got out the car. Mm-hmm. And was walking away when homeboy shot her in her feet. Well, she was crying on the on the on the stand, saying, "He said, dance, bitch." I heard and that started. later. Yeah, I heard that later. But yeah, however he did it, as she was walking away, he supposedly shot her in a pinky toe. Um, now. How it went down, all of that is really irrelevant to me. If he said dance, bitch, you know, that's crazy. Um, But here's the thing. And he brought this up in an interview that I saw, too, and it made me think. So after that supposedly happened, Mm -hmm. he shoots her in a feetsies. She gets back in the car with them. And they're driving. And then get pulled over by the police. Hmm. And when they get pulled over, she says that she stepped on glass or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> now, my thing, my thing is, 
If somebody just shot you in the pinky toe, um, why would you get back in the car with them? And then when the police pull y'all over, she's saying she was trying to protect him. He's a black man. She was scared and all of that. Like, Oh, yeah. You're talking about her, her statements way early in the beginning. Right. Immediately. Uh-huh. I'm talking about right. right after this shit happened. Right. Um, which is what you got to go by a lot of times. That's when shit is the freshest and all of that. Like, right. So she never said that she had got shot in that moment. Um, and also, I'm just trying to understand why you're going to get back in the car with somebody that just shot you in the pinky toe. Now, let me just say this, Jamar. Mm-hmm. What was she supposed to do? Walk away? <laughs> Hop away? <laughs> Hopping down the street, Lord Jamar. But I ain't going nowhere with you motherfuckers. I'm going to call me an ambulance. I'm going to call me an Uber. Whatever the fuck. Like, like get the fuck <laughs> off of me. Don't fucking touch me. You just shot me in the pink. Now I got to cut you. Mm-hmm. Now I got to cut you. Oh, you want to shoot people in the pinky toe? That's what she was supposed to say. <laughs> oh, you want to shoot people in the pinky toe? Lord Jamar wanted her to walk away. <laughs> now I got to cut you. <laughs> now I got to cut you. I got to cut you. <laughs> um, and where did the glass come from? Shattered glass window or something? Well, this is what I'm this is what she was saying was was her injuries on her feet. I guess when they seen bloody feet or something, they was like, What happened to your feet? And she said, Um, I stepped on some glass. Maybe she was trying to protect the parties and well, that's what she said she was doing. Okay. But I'm just saying, why protect the motherfuckers that just shot you in your feet? Why do that? Um, and she's saying, oh, you know, so many things have happened and, you know, the police killing that, you know. Did you okay. see the video? Did you see the video where everyone was out of the vehicle laying belly down on the ground? I don't When the police so. pulled them over? There's video footage of uh, Tori, Megan, and her friend Kelsey laying laying on the ground. And, and, and they were telling uh, Megan to walk towards them and she was limping and hopping and there's a whole video out of the uh the pullover the actual pullover Tori's laying on his belly Megan's on his belly laying on the ground and they were saying that was a procedure because they uh when they heard about a firearm discharge and a firearm in the vehicle that that was the procedure to extract everyone out of the vehicle Thank and you all know. you can see Footage of all three of them laying on the ground, face down. Mm. And then there's footage of uh, Megan clearly limping as the police were telling her to walk towards them. And she was she was limping. Mm. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Make sure you smash that like button upon coming in. If this is your first time joining us your first time into the channel, make sure you subscribe to the channel, click that notification bell and click all so that you will be notified when we go live or when we drop a video. Yes, sir. Like that. Yes, um, sir. 
So what are y'all in the chat? What do y'all feel about this? Hang on a second. Um, Saga. <laughs> Sagan. Yeah, Sagan. How uh, convenient. Yahawada says her bodyguard went missing during the case. Right. You heard about that? Thank mm. you, Sagan. I hope I'm saying your name right, man. Sagan, Sagan. Um, yeah, so supposedly, yeah, her bodyguard went missing. I think they needed him for some testimony and, and homeboy mysteriously went missing. Wow. Wow. So yeah, there's that. Oh, they said hello from West Africa. Shonda Lewis. Peace, Shonda. Peace. Peace, Shonda. Even though that doesn't really sound like a West African name, do it? That sounds like West Side of Chicago, Shonda Lewis. <laughs> Shonda Lewis from the West Side of Chicago. But um, she says she in West Africa. Okay. So what y'all think about this whole Tory Lane shit? Do we, you know, uh, is something fishy here? Oh, the canines are great, one. They're, they're right behind me. One's just over here that you can't see um, just off camera. And Big Boy is in his cage down here. Um, Just because he wants to be. I didn't put him in there. Um, Thank you for asking. Uh, what were we just saying? What the fuck? Before we ask the audience, man, what you think, Lord? Let's get your take first. Well, first of all, there's, 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 it seemed to be indications that the other girl in the car may have been the one that shot her. Okay. Mm. Apparently, apparently what I'm hearing, um, in these internet streets mm. is that basically Megan was known for fucking niggas that this girl was trying to mess with. So mm. if this girl likes somebody, all of a sudden now Megan is fucking them. You know, I also heard that um, Megan's now boyfriend, I think Party Fontaine or something, he was kind of embarrassed uh, about her sexual history once it started coming out in the courtroom. Mm. Once we start finding out just how many uh, niggas this girl was fucking. She had a lot of bodies, huh? I think she got a lot of bodies. I think there's a lot of bodies. And her fucking excuse would be, well, the niggas can do it. The men do it. So why can't I do it? Stupid ass. Here we go. You're going to have to give the Ken Lock analogy again. Man, I'm not going to keep giving that fucking analogy, man. Y'all motherfuckers know what it is. Like... I'm not going to keep going through it like being entered and being in and entering something is two different things. And ladies, it is not the same. You can try as, as hard as you want to try to do what a man do. And you're only going to suffer the consequences because equality, like I said before, doesn't mean identical. So we can be equal but we're not identical. Okay. Yeah, you try clear. to stand up and piss like me. All you're going to do is get piss all down your fucking leg, girl. That's all you're going to do. Now, do, also, we equal, do you piss and I piss? Yeah, that's equality right there. But we're not identical of how we piss. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because we have two different 
um, anatomies. Hey, Latoya Logan, peace. How are you, Queen? Um, and to be fair, to be fair, not all men can enter because most men are regular keys and very few are what you call the master key. Right. Well, so that's when we talk about multiple and all of that type. All men right. should be able to enter unless they have erectile dysfunction. Um, it's just... <laughs> It's just how many can they are they capable of entering? How many um, locks are they capable of unlocking? You know, okay. that's that's what the, uh, the master key. distinguishes a regular key from a master key. Yes, you know, but a fucking lock that works with any key is a is a is a useless lock. It's mm. not. It's not. Uh, protecting any valuables and ladies, y'all have the valuables. Y'all are the valuables. Mm-hmm. And stop letting the tricking them into letting them trick you into thinking that you're not valuable. That that somehow giving away pussy is is a right. You know, it's something that you know makes you strong and liberated. No, it doesn't. It makes you a whore. Okay. <laughs> My man Jesse Peterson was talking to that broad um what's her name? Amber Rose. Mm. And she's talking about, you know, he's she's talking about, you know, he's talking about being a slut and all that and 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 what constitutes a slut from a woman. And she's like, Well, what about what it what does it make a man when he does it? He said, uh, it makes him a slut maker. <laughs> wow. Man's not a slut when he does it. He's a slut maker. Okay. Stop it. It's not the same. Okay. So they're fooling you with this um as if sexual rights. They're fooling you with abortion rights. As if it's really your fucking right to fucking kill a baby. And I'm glad Digger's not here right now because I'm never gonna fucking agree with her nonsensical fucking opinion when it comes to abortion economical why do you think they created the economic situations for black people to say oh well maybe we should have to kill our children because we're economically uh you know we're economically don't have the equality and so now we're choosing murdering of a child you know we're choosing that now, correct me if I'm wrong. All of this, most of this stems from early feminism movies. Yeah, right? we love Digger too, but I hate her fucking, her stance on this abortion shit. Let's just put it out there. I love her, but I hate her fucking opinion on the shit. And she act like a man can't speak on it, and that's some bullshit too. And it's okay, guys. It's okay. People can choose to disagree. That's okay, A man guys. and a woman create the baby. So it's not just about, and that's some bullshit where they act like, oh, it's just a woman's body and all that. Nah, fuck out of here. This is something we both fucking did. I could put my fucking two cents in. This is, I'm part of society. This is a Quick societal time. issue, which involves men and women. You're not going to fucking uh, just get the man out the conversation and shit just because like you think you're going to uh, just silence him just because he's a man and think he can't speak on women's issues. Yes, he can. Y'all speak on men's issues all the time. So God damn it. Yes, we are going to speak on societal issues. It's not women's issues. It's societal issues. Right, Latoya? 
She said exactly. You see? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Depopulation agenda. Come on now. Sick and, of this shit. Quick dive, Lord Jamar. A lot of these so-called concepts um, about what you just spoke on stems from the early days of the feminist movement, right? Of course. Yeah. Created by white women. Created by white women. This has nothing to do with black women. But y'all have adopted, see, and this is why we need freedom from many different things. Y'all have adopted these mindsets of other people. They've chained you with certain mindsets that make you believe that abortion is healthcare. Like that murder is somehow healthcare. Then I'll hear, oh, do you know how many black women, uh, you know, uh, die in uh, child labor and all and have problems with child labor? Well, why is that? Let's get into that. Why is that? Because a lot of them have something called preeclampsia. Basically, they're, they're, they have high blood pressure while they're fucking pregnant, mm. which is why black women are, have such a... Uh, high disposition where pregnancy could be fatal sometimes but that's because we're culturally eating the wrong shit is you that for real from high high blood pressure yo preeclampsia look it up wow it's a thing basically it's it's high blood pressure in a pregnant woman wow oh we got the bantic show in the house Oh, shout out <laughs> women's liberation was funded by the rockefeller institute Wow. Wow. Shout out to the Bantic show. Shout out. Now, now, let me ask you, Bantic show, because you asked me, and, and, and you can ask this about anything. Why would they do that? Mm. You see, because when I ask people, when I tell people about, you know, that the earth is not a spinning ball, definitely, it is not, it could be round, but it's not a ball. Um, people say, why would they do that? Well, why would, why would they start women's liberation? Why would the Rockefeller Institute hijack, um, the education system? Why would a lot of fucking things, why would they have redlining? Why would they lie about, why would they chop the noses off of, um, statues in egypt and shit like that now i do I want mean, to go on and on and be like why would they do this why would they why did they start women's lib why did they start women's lib i want to know that to destabilize the family okay to destabilize the nuclear family hmm. that's why so like a divide and conquer tactic a divide and conquer okay and this is why all and and when that started all through the seventies, we used to see Battle of the Sexes and shit on ABC. They used to have men against women battling, and they're always hearing Battle of the Sexes, Battle of the Sexes. That was some new shit. That was mm -hmm. marketing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So whenever they do something nefarious, we can always ask, well, why would they do that? Because these motherfuckers is foul, and at the end of the day, if they can make money off of it, if they can control and manipulate people off of it because make no mistake about it nasa makes 53 million dollars a day 
Wow. Like imagine making that much money for something that's not real. Not and like and like and you know that it's not real, right? So that you got people that you could be like, yo, don't worry about it, bro. I got a whole fund we can dip into where they think that we're sending shit to outer space, but this is free money that we could dip into. Mm. But only we know about this. And now if you're down with the club, nigga, I'm a I'ma hook you up with money from NASA. I'ma hook you up with um like dinosaur money where they give money to like to research dinosaurs and shit like that and fucking every, oh they got all kind of money for, for fake so this shit is, these, these got, are all income streams income streams what huh? what <laughs> Woo! Sega it's a cool game y'all Sega said it's a liberal mind state set where Digger is coming from you're damn right it is and I don't like it we love you, Digger. We I, love I you. Yes, but I just don't like you, that shit right there. It says heart disease is the number one killer, and because a lot of black women are obese. Like, yes. Mm. And uh Banty said that was so they could tax the other gender, right? So they mm. could make money, but it wasn't mm. just about taxing the other gender. Yes, they wanted to get uh, women to be able to vote and all of that type of shit so they can make more revenue. But it's mm. also, how do we kill two birds with one stone? We can make money off of this and we can destabilize the population, right. which ultimately leads to us having more control. Mm. That's what it's about. Somebody said, preach, Slim, preach. <laughs> Any man. Um, ah, that's funny. He said, Lord, Jamar doesn't care about white people. Listen, I actually care about all people, but I care about <laughs> black people first. That's what B1 means. And so they can get the children away from the parents to indoctrinate them. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's funny how y'all see all of this, but y'all y'all still kind of on the fence with, with Flat Earth. Like, that's what's crazy. Like, people can be conscious, you know what I mean? They can be conscious in one area and still not fully conscious. You know what I mean? Like, But to be fair, Jamar, gotta sometimes... all the chains. Sometimes, to be fair, sometimes in certain areas it takes time, a little bit more time. I, I know, I know, I know it takes time, but... You know, we don't have all this time. Like, like we know that shit takes time, but I feel like we we need to do shit now. This shit right. we need to do now. I agree. And, and uh, yeah, like this should not even be an argument. Like, <laughs> like y'all can't conduct none of these experiments I've asked y'all to conduct. Like, but I can conduct simple experiments with the with my phone and a flashlight showing how you can go around the earth and you know one part will be lit and when the light is not there the other part will be dark like i can just do that on a record player right now like y'all can't recreate none of this shit <laughs> that they're trying to say is the is the cosmology like they're lying to you people but anyway um but so let's was move on. what was you were oh, going to yeah, tell I, us your, your thoughts on the on the uh, Tory being guilty on 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 all three counts. Yeah, um, 
And then you were talking about uh, why would Meg get back in the car? It's a dark. We're going to get into flat earth, baby. <laughs> I'm not letting it go. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Um, why would Megan get back in the car? Yeah, why would she get back in the car? It's just a lot of it's just a lot of shit that don't make sense. Apparently, homeboy said uh, Rock Nation and them was calling him up shortly after saying, yo, I think it's best that you be quiet and not talk about shit. And you know what I mean? And they like, said that to who? Tori? To, to Tori. But he's not oh, signed right. to, to, to Rock Nation. No, no. Right, she is. Right. And so this is why when he was convicted, his pops, who looked just fucking like him, you see oh, his pops? Man. Yeah, oh, spit the image. Shit. Motherfuckers it was saying that's how Tory gonna look when he get out <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with a gray ass beard. And not shit. for nothing, though. Not for nothing. I, I was watching this lawyer show, right? Where this prosecuting attorney gives his opinion. He could give. He could be fifty years old when he gets out if he does no, the whole said, twenty. They said realistically, he probably is only gonna do two years out of the twenty-two. Really? Realistically, two years. But his biggest thing that he's facing is possible deportation because of this. Back to Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's probably looking at two years out of the twenty-two. You know, hey, that's better than than fucking twenty-two, right? And being deported back to Canada, you know, I would think that would be better than being deported back to like, you know, somewhere where you didn't really grow up at, and they right. don't speak English and shit like that. Like someone like uh, Twenty One Savage. If he was to get deported back to fucking London, you know, he don't even talk like them motherfuckers no more. You know what I mean? Like that nigga got a Southern drawl. He don't really know niggas out there. Like this nigga grew up out there. Like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and the way Canada is now, like Toronto and all of that, that shit is almost like a little America, America type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. so he could go up there and, and just be chilling like I right, fuck America huh? you just won't go down there no more you know what I mean <laughs> like I'm still chilling up here they got mad broads up there and fucking you know what I mean it might start, it might stores and they got Louis and all that type of shit is everywhere now like it's not like right. oh but now I can't go to America and get the Louis Vuitton no no they got, no, no. They got that shit everywhere it might, yeah. stunt the, it might stunt the show money though yeah the festivals, all that. Yeah, it would do that. It would do that. But he could do plenty of shows up there, start his own fucking festival. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And have some have people come up to Canada and shit. True. Do some true. shit up there. True. Boozy, Boozy did that. He got his own festival. That's how he's getting See? bread. Yeah. See? So I don't know what y'all think about this. But um, I don't know. Something just something ain't right about this. Thank you, beautiful mind, for the super sticker. Appreciate you, Queen. Um, so to be clear, Lord Jamar, to be clear, uh, free Tory T-shirts in your closet? No, we're not going oh. that far. Relax. <laughs> okay. Relax. <laughs> free Tory t-shirts what free Tory t-shirts in the closet well I mean if they're gonna sell I'll sell them <laughs> if I could make some bread you see and I'm sure people are opportunists like that like somebody see look we got see this 
I don't even know what symbol this is. I just know it's an overseas symbol. Is that for the pound or something? It says, you think that there are no other worlds similar like Earth? Nope. Wouldn't you agree that if something can happen once, it can happen multiple times? Not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Um, not if the designer only wanted there to be one. Mm. Hmm? Hmm? Mm. You ever heard of a designer make something that's called a one of a kind? This is a one of a kind piece. There's not another one exists. If a person can do that, you think a creator of a world can't do that? Knock it off. You can Knock probably go off. eat. See, you the can... reason why people think that there could be other worlds and shit is because you were indoctrinated to feel like those stars and and moving luminaries that you're looking at, you've been fooled into thinking that it could be the same thing as what you're living on now. You see? That it could be possibly like Earth, even though it, they admittedly tell you there is no other planet with the same conditions <laughs> like Earth. They say, at least that we found. So that puts out the, the hope well, maybe there is, and with all those stars out there, there gotta be. See, that's the sh that's the fuck shit right there. That's the shit to lead you down that mental road to make you feel like, well, if all those stars could be planets, well, how would we be the only planet that has life? Like, stop it. People. Now, now, stop do you see it. this comment? Now, let's let's break this down where it says, "Wouldn't you agree?" That if something can happen once, it can happen multiple times. Lord Jamar, would it be fair to say, for an example, it could be both? For for instance, there's one Earth, but an example of multiple times would be human beings, multiple human beings. So it could be both, yes? What are you talking about? The comment said, wouldn't it be fair to say that if something happened once, it could happen multiple times? Right. He's trying to say so we can have if, one if there earth, can be earth here. There can be another earth somewhere else. That's what he's trying to say. Right. But what I'm saying is let's dig deeper. Let's talk about the something happening multiple times concept. Mm -hmm. Would it be fair to say human beings is an example of the multiple times concept? Because we have multiple humans. Well, well, yeah, we have multiple animals. You have multiple plants. Yes. You have multiple all kinds of shit. But that yes. doesn't mean you have multiple worlds. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it depends on the topic that you're discussing. It could yes. be both. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. But yes. I'm saying there's also things that are one of a kind things too. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. When you're talking about a creation, and that's Absolutely. what they're trying to take you away from. I'm mm -hmm. saying that this is a one of a kind creation. They're mm -hmm. saying that this is a haphazard accident that could have happened somewhere else. That's what that's the difference. That's the difference. Mm. One is saying that this is was scientifically put together, and another one is saying some shit just happened, and you're lucky just to even ran, be just randomly. You're, just yeah, randomly. randomly, you're lucky to even yeah. be here, type of shit. Yeah. Like because the randomness of the universe. Um, Campani Simone, thank you. They said. The witness said they were beating Meg as she was in the fetal position and they picked her up and put her in the car once they realized police was coming. Oh. Who was that? So hang on. Yeah. So wait, they shot her in her feet and then was beating her? 
Who is I the didn't hear this part? Who is the Kapani? Bag? Where you get this from? Right. Who is the fake Kapani? Could it be Tori and the other girl? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is my first time hearing of this Kapani, and so, so they were Cap, beating. That's so, Cap so Kapani. They shot her. They beat her. They forcibly put her back in the in the car, and then when the, she, they got pulled over, she ain't say none of that because they she put her in a the street. They put her she in a concentration camp. <laughs> she wanted perfect segue. <laughs> um, they put her in a concentration camp. All that. Okay. I've never heard. That's the first time I heard that. Yeah, that's the first time I heard that. Well, thank you. Uh, we got the homie Icy Saracen up in the house. Uh, he said, hope you two have an excellent 2023. I see good things for the Godcast. Why, well, thank you, Saracen. I appreciate you. Because 2022 was a drag. Then you got that list, Lord Jamar? Yeah, we'll get into it. Hang on. I don't even want to go there just yet. Okay. Well, I was saying that right now it's the three R's to take down the black man. They'll use rape. Hit you with a rape case. A Rico. It's getting spooky. Rape Rico. And as always, a ratchet. Pow, 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 pow. It's getting spooky. Rape Rico ratchet. Mm, mm, Triple R's. That's what they're using to take out the black man. So right there. Um, well, who'd they take out with rape recent? Who's the most rape? The most recent. Because that wasn't Mystical. rape necessarily. Mystical. Was he the most recent one? I don't know about most Hmm. Well, they definitely, you know, R, your boy R. Kelly is the poster boy for that, as well as um, Bill Cosby. Now with these Ricos. Young Thug. Is now the poster boy for that. Wow. I heard recently uh, Sauce Waka also got a Rico. Um, what's what? What do you know about this young thug case, Gunna, all of uh, that type uh, of shit? Because I don't fully follow this shit like yeah. that. I've been following it. I've been following it. Um. During their preliminary hearings, I think this is like the third hearing that they're going through right now where they're sorting the state of Georgia is using the state prosecutors in the hearing to uh, kind of um, get their witnesses um, accepted for the trial. And the trial is set for January. So they're just lining up all their ducks in order to see which are appropriate witnesses for the trial versus which would be trash witnesses for the trial. And uh, uh, looks like Thug looks like Thug's got a whole team of lawyers, man, backing him. He's got more than one lawyer. So the thing with him that he's he's facing is that his Cody 
Gunna took a plea deal. And part of that agreement is, you know, Gunna's claiming he did not snitch, but there was a, a video footage that somebody recorded in the courtroom saying that he admitted that YSL has been involved in criminal activity. So that's a strike against Young Thug to make it harder for his trial. And <clears throat> if the state calls Gunna to the stand, part of his plea agreement is he will have to go and testify, which in fact, that will officially label him a snitch. So also Young Thug's brother took a plea deal. Um, the other co-founder of YSL took a plea deal. So cats are jumping ship. Mm. Hang on. Kapani's back. She said, yes, Tori, Kelsey, and there was a bodyguard. She said, I was listening to trial coverage by Hip Hop Inquirer. Okay. Why, right, thank you, Kapani. Okay. Um, okay. Hey. They put her back in the car. Wow. Um but yeah, it's not it's not it's 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 gonna be an uphill battle for, for Thug because his brother took a plea deal, his Cody Gunna took a plea deal. Um they're saying they have over 300 witnesses. So they're saying this trial could take a year and a half because there's so many witnesses. 300. Now, what was I hearing? It was a video with a bunch of these niggas naked or some shit in the room. What? What? I didn't hear anything about that. Tell me if I'm lying, y'all. Did y'all hear about this shit? Like somebody said they was watching the trial and they had to block they had to like block this shit out, but they showed like a quick picture of the trial. They were showing a video and it was supposed to be like four of these dudes. They were standing there and they, and it was like the bottom half had to be blurred out because like four of these dudes were standing there and it was all naked. And some of them had their jewelry on. And this is what I was told. I didn't see it, but that's what I was told. Hang on a second. I didn't hear anything about that, Lord Jamar. He just cut my fucking screen off. What happened? You motherfuckers. Hang on. All right. But yeah, y'all, this is getting deep, man. They're saying they got 300 witnesses. Tell me what you think in the chat. Let us know, man. Young Thug's brother. Come on, man. Let us know in the chat what you think about Get them upstairs. Get them upstairs. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Doug's got a big uphill battle to climb, man. Sounds like to me, man. This joint is getting crazy, man. Also, let us know in the chat, y'all, what you think about Gunna. Is Gunna a snitch? Is he going to have a hip-hop career after this? Let us know. Put a one. Put a one. Uh, looks like Lord Jamar is having some difficulties back there. But you're not a meters. Put a one if you think Gunna is a snitch and put a two. Turn that light if out. Think, if you think Gunna is not a snitch. So one, put a one, light up the chats. Put a one if you think Gunna is a snitch and put a two if you think Gunna isn't a snitch. Hang on, y'all. Oh, got some technical difficulties back there. 
Nice. It's like Bruno. Oh yeah, Bruno. Bruno causing problems. <laughs> Bruno. Bruno the menace. Bruno the menace. Dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> I was telling people in the chat to put a one if they think Gunna's a snitch and his hip hop career is over with, and put a two in the chat if you feel Gunna isn't a snitch. Oh, I see people with multiple ones, ones, two. Somebody put a three. Mm. Sick gunner career is done. Is his career done though? Do snitches career? I mean, I feel like if he make a good song, like like being a snitch didn't stop Takashi from coming back out, right? Right, right. It's a different era. When I think kids. I think Takashi, the fact he just didn't have no good music and shit like that. But if these snitches come out with some good music. You really think that this shit is over like that? Like, think Maybe about a lot of the era. think about a lot of the hip hop fans now. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, a lot of these are, they're not street kids. You know what right. I mean? These are not people that that street ethics really matter to them. Now, now you got a little blurry, Lord Smar. Especially the white community. Got a little blurry. Did I? Yeah, a little blurry. Hey, people in the chat, tell me if I'm tripping. He's looking a little blurry on my end. Mm, actually, you look a little blurry to me. <laughs> oh, do I? Oh, shit. A little bit. Okay. Um, so, yeah, snitching might just... Somebody says, snitch the wave. Snitching might be the new wave. We got to put it in context, too. We got to put it in context. What kind of rapper is Gunna? Let's think about that. 1159 in the house. Peace, peace. Peace. Now, that's a rapper y'all need to look for in 2023. Yes. My man, 1159. Making some more music for you two making more of music? Course, of course. Okay. Of course. Word. Uh, yes. The God is always right. And... um. Yeah, y'all need to fuck with 1159. Go follow him. And anything that we drop, make sure you fucking hop on that shit and support it. Because this is real hip-hop. Word. Real lyrics. All of that. Word. Mm -hmm. Okay, so somebody said, Artie is clear, Lord J is blurry. Hang on a second. Let me see something. Why would I be blurry? Now, something happened when you bumped into it. You kind of bumped into it when you got out of a chair and it, it, it got blurry. No, my fucking dog bumped into the fucking oh. wire. And let me see. Uh, I don't know why it would be blurry, though. Oh, hang on. A little clear. A little more. It's better. How's that? No, go back to how. Right there. No, go back. Go back. It has a green, a little green tint. Now it's blurry. Is it? Do what you did before you just did what you did, if that makes sense. Hang on. You're good so right let me, there. Let me. Uh... You're good right there. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. You're kind of, okay. you're frozen though. On my end, you're frozen. It's clear, but you're, you look frozen. Really? Yeah. It's moving on my end. You're frozen on my end. It says connection is unstable right now. I don't know. People why in the chat. Is Lord Jamar frozen? People in the chat, let us know. Hang on. 
So it looks like while Lord Jamar's handling that, it looks like a majority of the Yanada Meaners, our beloved Yanada Meaners, are saying a one. Blurry and frozen on his. Uh, hang on. I'm going to. You're unfrozen now. You're good right now. You're good, Lord J. You sure? You're good. Okay. You're good. Right now, you're good. Thumbs up. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm seeing froze. Yep, froze, froze, froze. You're not now. Frozen it says now. unfrozen. Yeah, yeah. This is. Yeah, you're it good. takes it takes a little time for them to. Catch yeah, up. yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know. I had just I switched it from 420 to 720, and maybe it took a little second. I don't know what the fuck happened. Now you were saying you were you were pleading the case, Lord Jamar, that it's a different era, and snitches can still survive in the climate of hip hop. I think so. Yes. You know, because there's a lot of. First of all, there's a lot of white people that fuck with hip hop. You know what I mean? A lot of like suburban white people. Like, you think they really care if their favorite rapper snitched on another one of the another rapper that they like? Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, they're not gonna stop going to the concert as long as you know this person makes a song that's popular. You know. I think they're going to be with it. Do you think snitching should be left in the streets and, and stayed out of hip hop culture? You said what? Do you think when rappers snitch, do you think that that has no place in hip hop culture like dresses? You know what I'm saying? Or should that be left? Is that strictly something that should be left in the streets and left out of hip hop? Snitching? snitching? Yes. Well, I mean, snitching is inherently a street thing. It's yes. not it's not a hip hop thing. It's not like yes. yo, this guy, you know, this guy's doing a show down there. He's saying some raps down there. You can't snitch in hip hop per se. You know, let me mean? be specific. Let me be specific. When it comes to these street gangster trap rappers. When it comes to these street gangster trap rappers. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like the lines have been blurred for for too long. Like you know what I mean. Like hip hop has tried to reflect certain shit that goes on in the streets, but hip hop is not supposed to be the streets like that. You know what I mean? Like like like. It shouldn't be the hip hop's not supposed to be the streets to the point where niggas is getting killed and shit like that. You know what I mean? Hip hop is supposed to have its finger on the pulse of the streets. Um, but as far as hip hop itself, you know, snitching and killing and you know robbery and all the other fucking bullshit really shouldn't have um shouldn't have nothing to do with it my man 1159 said 90% of these rappers ain't really street dudes for real okay and that's you know what i mean a lot of those dudes is regular dudes trying to portray what street dudes is doing see what i'm saying Right. But now they've tried so hard to portray that the line has been blurred and they 
look so much like the real thing that the real thing is happening. Uh, Stanley Burnett said, peace, gods. All we are seeing in the industry, all we are seeing is the industry striving to keep these young people from being independent, free agents. Thank you, Stanley. Like I was watching this. Uh, so speaking of this topic, 50 Cent has this show on WeTV now called Hip Hop Homicides. Has anybody seen that? Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it. I'm going to check it out. It's on We. It's on We. And the way things are going, this, this show can have multiple seasons. Okay? They started with uh, Pop Smoke. Um, who else did they cover? They covered um, King Vaughn. They covered uh, this female, um, what's her name? Magnolia Shorty. Um, XXX Tentacion. They got like eight joints. But when they got to FBG Duck, who's one of these drill rappers from, you know, Tukaville or whatever the case may be, it turns out, like, like the dude King Vaughn was a real, like, apparently he was out there really killing people. You know what I mean? But this dude, FBG Duck, was just a rapper. Like, like FBG standard for like, or if it's, is it FGB? I forget. I'm, I'm mixed up, but it's F like FBG. Fly, FBG, so it's Flyboy. Something. Some yeah. about they just wanted to be cool and fly, basically. And this was like a rap group. Like, so the FBG was not a gang, like how people might have thought it was a gang. It was just some rap shit. And but this dude was rhyming all about what he gonna do, and he was talking mad shit in his raps about real, you know, street shit that was going on. But this dude was not even that. Mm. And and like, I didn't really know that until I watched. Oh, yeah, they did Mode 3 as well on here. I didn't really notice as, uh, until I watched that. Like, I always seen FBG Duck and, in, in, you know, just his name going around when he was doing interviews. And I knew he was a drill rapper, but I'm thinking that he's one of these guys that's really living what he's talking about, but it turns out he wasn't. And he ended up getting murdered. Like at one point he tried to make music that was like, he was trying to go against the grain and say, all right, I'm not going to do this negative shit no more. And like people didn't embrace, like his fans wanted the bullshit. Mm -hmm. So he gave them the bullshit. And apparently he made this song that was so inflammatory that basically everybody he talked about on the song, one of their family members was was down with the murder. Like literally mad niggas that he talked about in the song, it was like four or five people that killed him. And like each one of them was related to somebody that he talked about in the song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ain't that crazy? That is crazy. That is crazy. 
But I still want to know, Lord Jamar. Let me set it up. Okay, I'm gonna make a fictitious rapper, hardcore gangster. No, somebody said, "Nah, Duck was with the shit." According to this documentary, see, I don't know about these guys. I'm just telling you. Now somebody's saying he was a killer. Okay, see, I don't know. Now I'm confused because Van Lathan the documentary, fifty documentary said otherwise. Yeah, fifty yeah, documentary is saying that he wasn't, he wasn't no killer like that. So, I don't know. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. Maybe I used him as a wrong example, but <laughs> if it's not what him, I know, it's definitely FBG a bunch of them Duck, out there like what I just described. From what I know, FBG Duck had multiple siblings and a lot of them died to street violence. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a brother that had got killed or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I think he had a couple of brothers that lost their lives to street violence. But well, Lord Jamar, one that rapped or some shit like that. FBG Duck was the rapper. There was yeah. another one that rapped that got killed too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would, I just want to be clear, Lord Jamar, because I want to know your your stance on this. So I'm gonna make a fictitious rapper. Let's say this rapper is the hardcore, more street, most gangster, gun-toting, sold all the dope, and then he took the stand and snitched. Would you still listen to his music and hip-hop? Let's assume that he makes good music. Me? Yes. Am I going to listen to a Let's rapper? say you listen, you, you listen to his music, like say he's like a 50 cent, he makes good music. Right, but, but I like him because I think... I like his music because because the gangster shit appeals to me. Well, I'm just trying to understand. Now, because let's not get it twisted. I'm Lord Jamal. I, I'm on some positive shit, but I, I've been known to like some negative shit. I've been mm -hmm. known to like some gangster ass music. And yeah, because the music is good. That's what I'm saying, because the music is good. Shit happens. Quality of the music, like 50 Cent. The quality of the music is good. Yes. And sometimes I can relate to what they're saying because there was a there was an yes. old me that was yes. you know used to do some shit. So now we're not we're not we're not we're not judging you, Lord Jamar. We get it. You don't gotta explain. We get it. No, nah, I want to explain. So um so say like a 50 cent, you like the music, dope, blah blah, whatever. But then he he raps his lyrics and good quality music. But then he takes the stand. Will you continue to listen to his music? You know, I don't know it, it, because see, part of what made me like what what might have made me like him. See, a lot of times when you don't know these rappers and you're going by what you feel like you're detecting inside the music. Sometimes you, you you feel like you're detecting certain vibes where you could be, where you could be like, nah, this dude ain't really real about his shit. Or sometimes you feel a vibe like, nah, this dude is real about his shit. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Where you could just kind of tell. And so for me, and that and that particular no, he's real about his shit, whether it's positive or negative, that might draw you to the person. So right. now, if once a person snitches, 
that just kind of makes you feel like, well, maybe they're not the person. Um, you thought they were, you know what I mean? And if that's the case, can I still like the music? Probably, but would I like it as much? Maybe not. Whoa, 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 whoa. But whoa, I'm going to be whoa. able to. I'm. Whoa, 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 I need clarification. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I need clarification. Mm -hmm. I need cl what do you mean? What do you mean when you say maybe they weren't the person I thought they were? Right. Like, I, because the person that comes to mind is Sammy DeBull Gravano. He was a real one, but then he ended up snitching. So I, what do you mean right. by maybe and, not then, the and then that, And so once he snitches, that makes you think, well, maybe he wasn't the stand-up guy, even though he did a whole bunch of real shit, but maybe he wasn't built the way I thought he was built. Because in okay. my mind, I wouldn't think that a Sammy the Bull would snitch. In my okay. mind, I would, you know, but I... In my mind, I'm not thinking either way about somebody like a young thug or something like that. Um, now, if you told me 50 Cent or like, you know, rappers from my era that I looked up to, you know, if you told me Coogee rap or something snitched on somebody, I would be surprised. You know would what you I mean? Still listen, would you still listen to Coogee rap? I would, I would undoubtedly, there's nothing that Coogee rap can do to take him out of the spot that he's in in hip hop history as one of okay. the great as one of the great lyricists you know okay. what i mean um so would you look at him hypothetically that's what i'm saying as a person probably yes but musically am i going to always still love it's a demo and road to the riches and fucking Rikers Allen and fucking Streets in New, you know, streets in New York, fucking all of that Hill, Hill Street blues, yes, yes. I'm, if it comes on, I'm gonna be like, damn. That's when you, and that's when you, you know. Sometimes there's the before and after. You be mm -hmm. like, yo, this is before when you know what I mean, and okay. this is after, like you know what I mean, okay. like. Um, so then we can. So is it fair to say because can you can't it? tell me if they play some R. Kelly right now? That's what I was gonna say. You can't can we use that same energy for R. Kelly? If they play some R. Kelly right now, that you're just gonna stand there and be like, <laughs> you're gonna be like, you're gonna be like Fiesta, 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 Fiesta. Okay, like stop it, cut it out. All y'all motherfuckers are. If you had songs, if you had songs with this mob. Would you take the plaques off your walls? Uh, nice segue. Nice segue. Um, if I had songs with somebody that snitched, would I take the plaques off the wall? Again, I, you know, I'm not all into this street shit like that. Like, I don't think so. Okay. You know what? I got plaques on my wall with people that I don't fucking fully agree with everything they've done in their life, but yet I still got the plaque up there. Are you taking notes, Nikki? So let's talk about that. Who? Nikki Gilbert, right? Yes. Nikki Gilbert from the from the group Brownstone. 
takes down Tory Lane's plaques following his conviction. Apparently, he sampled uh, their song, If You Love Me, back in 94. It was a number one hit. Um, and she got some plaques. Um, for that saying. She says, yeah, for, for the song. And now she's saying she want to take this shit down because um, the homie got convicted, you know. You're frozen, Lord Jamar. Shit. Am I? You're frozen. I don't know why I'm not frozen on my screen. Can you hear me? I hear you fine. Yo, hang on. Let me. Let me. All right. So while Lord Jamar is coming back, what's Nikki up now? Gilbert, Am I still frozen? Uh, it's a black screen. Oh my gosh! Black screen. Really? Yes, sir. Fade to black. Yo, wow. this is some crazy shit right here. What did you just do? Because it, it wasn't black. You were just frozen. Now it's black. I didn't. I just took myself off and then brought myself back in. You got out of the room and back in. Mm-hmm. Try it again. Hang on. I'm gonna leave studio and come. And okay. Come back. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. So this next topic, Nikki Gilbert takes down Tory Lane's plaques following the conviction. Okay. As Lord Jamar said, Nikki Gilbert is a member of the R&B group Brownstone. Y'all remember Brownstone. She removed her plaques earned through Tory Lane's sampling of Brownstone's 1994 R&B hit, If You Love Me. Okay. <clears throat> so because of the conviction, as you know, the 1994 R&B song was looped throughout Tory Lane's July 2015 debut single, Say It. I think we all know about that song. You know, it was fire, flames. The remake reached number one on Billboard's R&B slash hip hop airplay chart and was certified platinum by the RIAA in April 2019. And Nikki Gilbert is now taking the plaques down. What about now? Go ahead, Lord Jamar. Can you see me? You're good. Perfect. Everything looked good. Clear. Cool, cool. Um, but she takes yeah, her well, plaques my, down. My my question is, if she got paid for it, would you give the money back? Mm. Will you give the money back? Because it's one thing to make a symbolic gesture, taking this plaque down off the wall. First of all, did you destroy the plaque? These plaques ain't worth shit, ladies and gentlemen. Like, if you was to open that plaque right over there on my wall that's not fucking made of like real gold or anything like that um i've seen a bust open uh record before did you uh, see when did you see buju banton he set his or uh, uh dj Khaled plaques on fire it was not buju banton it was Sizzler. Not buju. who was it what's his name Sizzler. okay what's his name Sizzler. Sizzler. Yeah. one of those jamaican dudes yeah it was Sizzler. But okay. I've actually seen like a bust open, um, a broken uh, gold record before. And basically, man, them shits is like spray painted gold or some shit like that. <laughs> it still looks use, nice. Yo, it still looks nice. But I'm just saying it's not like it's not valuable other than the symbolism of it. Right. So it's like a trophy. But I bet you she didn't even break the shit. Is what I'm saying. She didn't do a sizzler. 
She didn't mm-hmm. burn that plaque and all that. I bet because in her mind, she might have took it off a wall, but it's still a fucking trophy to her. Right. And again, if she got paid, now you're saying you said that she, she made mention it. of she didn't she, get the paperwork or something like she's that. Still, she's still waiting for the paperwork. Okay, well, why are you waiting for the paperwork? Because you want to get paid? Why are you waiting Money. for the paperwork? Now that now that he's being convicted, you shouldn't even care about the paperwork, right? Right. You don't want no blood money, do you? Why? You know what I mean? So keep you don't that want same, no blood money. Keep that same energy. Um pinky toe money. When it comes to the bread. Cause that little that little gesture you made to try to um look virtuous, you know. Your little virtue signaling that you did right there. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not well, buying so, yeah. it. So I want to. I, I need to see more. So Nick, get back the checks, or if you didn't get paid, don't pursue getting paid. Just leave it alone. All right. Now, now she she was she she did put positive words towards Tory and saying uh, he hopes he learns from this and. It was it was a lot of positive banter towards Tory, okay. And Nikki Gilbert said she is taking down her plaques in support against violence towards women, but also she had positive words of encouragement for Tory. So she wasn't really bashing Tory; she was just trying to take a stance in support against violence towards women. I wonder if this broad got an American flag on her house. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? What's that got to do with anything? What? You're taking down the plaque because to stand with violence against women, well, what black American would have an American flag flying outside their house? And what about the violence done against black people by this country? Hmm. Why would you take that down but keep your American flag flying on your house? I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Figure it out. Hmm. This emoji. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, like, that was a nice way to get in the news. First of all, we haven't heard from Nikki Gilbert. I don't even know if I knew Nikki Gilbert's name individually at all. I just knew the group Brownstone. They remind me of Brownstone and Mokenstef. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that group Mokenstef? Yeah. Um, fucking they remind me of each other for some reason i don't know why um i can Yo, almost get them both mixed up you know when what you mean? sent that over word when you sent that over i said who is this who is nikki i read it i said oh brownstone okay so that's what i'm saying somebody like this this is kind of an opportunity for her to like get her name in the fucking cloud chasing cloud chasing that's what i'd call it um no one really gives a fuck if you t- why don't just why don't you take it down and not say nothing? Were there three? Were there three oh, numbers? Oh, why not take it down and not announce it? You see, because people want the fucking look what I look what virtuous thing I just did. Look what I did in support of uh, trying to uh, support uh, battered PR women. Move. Shut the PR. fuck up. PR, PR move. PR move. 
Get on my fucking nerves. <clears throat> PR move, man. There were three members in Brownstone, right? And we're not hearing from the other two. So go figure. All right, man. Speaking of women, speaking of women, Lord Jamar, man, your girl, Whoopi Goldberg, man. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg. She's in trouble again, huh? Oh, my gosh, man. And it's because those people are fucking mad again. Mm, mm, mm. Now, originally, this was like a year ago. Whoopi got on the view and proceeded to say that the Holocaust wasn't about race. She said, you couldn't tell a Jewish person from a German person. So it wasn't about race. It was about the inhumanity of man towards other men. she That's what she boiled it down to. And if you really think about it, that's what it was. It was about... Now, Lord Whether, Jamar, we don't, we, don't, we don't want to get this show taken down. This is a good show, so. Right. We're not going to. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, when you Read it between the, the lines, you have not a meter. at the core of what happened in the Holocaust, slavery, everything that happens right now, racism, in America. Yeah. Race can have something to do with it, even though we can go get all into the technicalities, whether being Jewish is a faith or a race, because I would be hard pressed to call it a race, even though that's what they want to call it. But it's not, it's just not true. Okay, it's not a race. It's not the Jewish race. Um, but anyway, so she was. What Hitler did? Hang on. What Hitler did was about the inhumanity of man towards other men. Whether it didn't matter the color, just like she said, he did it to black people. He did it to um homosexuals he did it to anybody that he deemed not aryan pure german basically um so that was the humanity that was the inhumanity against all people really but the jewish people <clears throat> i guess were the most concentrated because they were the most that he had around them you know what i mean but trust me, if he if he would have had that many black people to do it to, he would have did it to them. You understand? Mm -hmm. Um. So I don't really see what she's saying that's wrong, other than she's not conforming to a narrative that they want to hear. The narrative is, oh no 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 no, the Jewish people are a race. And that the Holocaust was about race. 
Um, well, Hitler, Hitler, Hitler identified them in as he as a race. said right. He said that they're that they were a race. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker also said dinosaurs existed. Like, like, <laughs> Come on, man, Lord <laughs> He said he also said that aliens and. He was talking about UFOs and all kind of shit. What are you laughing at? Like, no, I heard the UFO. Saying is he said shit? That's some bullshit. Like, just did he really? I heard about the UFO and aliens, but did he really talk about dinosaurs and the Holocaust? Listen. Wow. I'm not. If if Germans ever had expeditions, had exhibits about dinosaurs, which I believe they did. Okay. I'm not saying he said these two things side by okay. side. What I'm saying is he's talked bullshit about other shit in the past. The, the, the grand lies that governments tell, I've already told you about how they lie about the shape of the earth. They lie about evolution. <clears throat> he, was, he was a believer in um, eugenics. Which is in which is springs from evolution, which is some bullshit. So if he believed th- that evolution was real, if he obviously believed dinosaurs were real, and he believed Jewish people were a race, that doesn't make it true. Just because he believed it doesn't make it true. Right. You see what I'm saying? I got you. So that's yeah. all I'm saying. Whether he labeled them as a race or not, that doesn't make them a race. Just because Hitler said it. Did he invent the microphone like Ye said? I don't know. I don't he know said he that. made, he invented the highways, uh, microphones. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't, that sounds a little, I don't know. So anyways, Whoopi didn't double down. Whoopi is saying she did not double down. She was just answering this recent reporter's uh, um, interview. In the interview, she wasn't double downing. She was simply trying to explain what she meant, what she said on The View, and now she's catching flack again because she's trying to explain what she said the first time. All of this is crazy. Hey, teacher Maria, she said, I watched the documentary and they mentioned the Nazis were aided by aliens. Oh, really? <laughs> Which ones? Once again, it doesn't who, make it true. Who? Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, they're going to put that shit in a documentary and say they were aided by aliens. Really? Then why they ain't win the war? <laughs> hey, they also said, they also oh, said oh, aliens why they ain't win? Then why they ain't win? If they had out of space technology from aliens or or let's say extraterrestrial because there could be people on outer lands of this earth that we don't know about so that's also if there are aliens they're not from outer space they're from parts of the earth that we don't know about whether they could be an inner earth or more rings outside the ring that we live in now I'm not saying that that's not a possibility. There is that possibility. Um, But if he did have help by, you know, aliens with such advanced technology and all of this type of shit, 
and why the fuck they ain't win? Why I will say them this. niggas? Why they ain't give them niggas some laser guns or some lightsabers and fucking and fuck the world up? I will say this: we did take a lot of the Nazi scientists and employed them in NASA. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did because they they low key loved the Nazis. They low key loved what they were doing. We took and their this knowledge. is part of what Ye was trying to say. Like mm-hmm. y'all act like you hate these people, but you low key love them because you you fuck with so many of them, especially after you know what I mean when the shit tumbled. You wanted to get mad at their scientists and mad, you know what I mean. We used their scientists. Yes. Actually. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Von Braun, Werner von Braun is the main one. Yeah. Yeah, we, we supposedly used helped the space mission and all of that, but we know that that was a lie. So what were the Germans doing? They were lying about fucking space, and now they teach the Americans how to lie about it. Wow. Wow. Come on, man. Well, listen, I want to go through. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We got to talk about old girl in Buffalo, New York. Oh, what? shit. What the? Yeah, what is crazy. going on, man? That was crazy. So, yeah. What's the? What, 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 do you have the story? Actually? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, a lot of people over the pond on the other side of the world don't know this, but Buffalo, New York, man, gets a lot of snow. Now, Buffalo, New York, Oof. New York State is very big. Yeah, I. Am in lower New York, New York City. Yeah, Buffalo is five hour drive north. Yeah, from New York City. So we're just trying to put in perspective Mm -hmm. how far I can get to DC in three hours. Yeah. So Buffalo is five hours. Yeah. So that's just showing you how big New York State is. Much bigger than you think it is. Yeah. And. Um, they get a lot of snow up north. Buffalo lot. is very close to Canada and all of that type of shit. So Buffalo, Syracuse, all of that shit gets a lot of snow. Gets very cold up there. And just recently, within the past few days, it was like super cold out here in New York. It was like nine degrees the other day. Yeah. Now, see, I'm seeing myself lagging on here for some no, reason. No, you're good. You're good. You look good. All right, but I'm seeing myself lagging. All right. Anyway. Um, so just to set the picture for y'all, Buffalo, the snow can come up to your chest. Yes. Facto. Maybe up to your neck. Facto. Facto. So a woman Um, in Buffalo, New York. Do we know her name? Do we know her name? Uh, yes. Her name. She was a 22 year old Andel Taylor. Mm, She just moved. This is a sister. Y'all. Yeah. So let me just read here. She just just moved up there. She moved from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, my goodness. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. She moved from down south, Charlotte, North Carolina. That's what I'm telling you. Wow. Wow. Crazy, right? So a woman in Buffalo, New York, found dead in her car after getting trapped by snow, y'all. She was 22 Andell Taylor, who moved to Buffalo, New York, from Charlotte, North Carolina. 
So she was driving home from work, Lord Jamar. Okay. She, she worked at like a senior citizen center. She was six minutes away from home. She got trapped in the snow in her car and she was sending group chats and text messages to her family and loved ones in North Carolina saying, Hey y'all, I'm trapped. The snow's not stopping. The snow is coming down. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying, I'm hitting 911. I'm calling 911 to get help. And I'm just going to wait patiently for the police to arrive. Police never showed up until the next day. So she's texting her family and loved ones and showing pictures of what's going on. And her sister tracked her location to figure out where she was. And it was outside. She didn't make it home. She's still stuck. You can barely see the roads anymore. There was a van. She took a, a video. There was a van with his hazard flashers on. And it was just her waiting for help. At one point, she even told her family members, I I'm going to sleep it off. I'm going to sleep it off and maybe help first responders will arrive. They never arrived. She was six minutes away from home, y'all. She rolls down the passenger window and sees that the snow is like this. And they found her. The next day, the police say, okay, we're on our way out there. The next day, it wasn't good, y'all. Now you see... Now, what, what, what comes to my mind, right, is the fact that they've stripped us of certain knowledge that can potentially save our lives. Mm. Like, how many of us really know how to start a fire from scratch? Mm. Like, with just shit that you have around. Like, if you were in your car trapped like that and you needed to start a fire to keep warm what would you do mm. how would you keep the fire contained inside the car you know without burning up the whole car like this is all shit that we need to be prepared for like okay say you weren't trapped in the car you're just in your house and you need to make a fire or you're out in the woods or some shit. Like, would you have the knowledge to survive? She was only six minutes away from her home. Mm. Six minutes. Why didn't she just walk home? Man? Because she couldn't walk through snow that's up to your neck. That's oh, why. Man. This is snow, crazy. snow is heavy. This is crazy. She could have got stuck in the snow trying to get through it Man. without a shovel or nothing like that. Wow. Hey, man. Hey, man. Prayers, prayers to and condolences to Andale Teller's family, man, in Charlotte, North Carolina, man. That's sad. Hmm. Well, listen, man, um, 
we at the end of 2022. Uh, a lot has gone on this year. Um, what the Ukraine war, right? Yeah, that, that happened this year. Um, fucking. Was this the year of Yeezy? Was this was this was this Ye's year? Was this twenty twenty two the year of Ye? He definitely ended it off. He definitely had a dominated a lot of the news. Um, From his albums and renting out, what was that the Mercedes? What was what is it called? Mercedes Stadium in Atlanta. Right. He lived there while he was making his album. Right. Was Flying that in 20, was that this year though? Feel like that could have been last year, man. Well, he had two Donda albums, remember? In this in 2022? Well, he had one the year before, I think, and in this one he had one. Okay. I think the Don Donda two. Remember him and Drake came out around the same time. Him and Drake. Remember Drake's album? Mm-hmm. The original whatever, whatever what was the name of his album? I forget, but yeah, they both dropped around the same time or some shit. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Politically, what they brought in, they got the first black woman Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. Even though, isn't she a lesbian or something like that? Yeah, she's like a lesbian, right? So we really don't know. Well, I we do know why they put her there and what kind of stuff they want her to vote on and how they want her to vote. Um, we also saw somebody who I've actually met before and you know, we're going to see what happens with this, but the brother Hakeem Jeffries from Brooklyn became, was voted in as the speaker of the house. Did you know that? In DC? Yeah. He took, what's her name's place? Pelosi. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's what's up. Took Pelosi's place. Wow. Um, I, really, I don't have nothing really bad to say about Hakeem Jeffries. Is he a dem? Yes, of course. Oh, um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, when was this? Not too long ago. Wow. Not too long ago. Um, but a lot of people passed away. A lot of Crazy people year. passed away. Crazy year, um, And not just black people. Just if you're my age or a little younger than me, um, a lot of people that we grew up with passed away this year. Uh, I have a list right here. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. It's quite a long list, but I'm not going to go through every one of them, but I'm going to touch the ones that I think we would want to uh, talk about here. You know, people that I definitely recognize and, and, you know, remember from coming up. So let's just let's just start it off here. First of all. uh Let's give a rest in peace to Franco Harris. Franco Harris, 
of the Pittsburgh Steelers. 1972, he played with the team for 12 seasons. Um, he's he's best known for what was called the immaculate reception in which he caught the ball in what many consider to be the NFL's most iconic play. Um, yeah, just look up the immaculate reception and you will see Franco Harris making an amazing catch that was like some game-winning shit, and it was crazy. Wow. I um, like that. That's like a play, play on word. Yeah, play the immaculate conception. Yeah. Um, so he just died at uh, age 72. Rest in peace, Franco Harris. Um, Stephen Twitch Boss. Uh, he worked as a dancer and a choreographer competing on the TV show So You Think You Can Dance in twenty in 2008. He finished in second place, but then in 2010, he started working with Ellen DeGeneres on a dance routine and was hired as the show's DJ and frequent guest host in 2014. Um, a lot of people remember him for doing videos and stuff on IG where it where he seemed to be very happy go lucky type of guy um but unfortunately he uh he ended his own life uh with a firearm rest in peace twitch and we have Kirsty alley now if you're my age y'all grew up um tv show cheers was like one of the main um, TV shows back then, uh, Ted Danza, Woody Harrelson. That's the first time we saw Woody Harrelson, um, who's gone on to do mad shit. But she was, um, she had a character, Rebecca Howe, who was a basically a love interest, one of Ted Danson's love interests on the show. And she went on to do many movies and, you know, she's just a Hollywood, uh, you know, a Hollywood icon. Um, remember she was having like weight loss battles or something like that. She was very public with it. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace, Kirsty Alley. Then come on. Definitely, if you my age, you remember this dude right here, Bob McGrath. He was a founding cast member on Sesame Street. Y'all remember this dude? Look at his face. Think about him when he was younger. Y'all remember that dude right there. He sang you many a song when you was a child. Well, and damn, it premiered when I was one years old. Sesame Street premiered in 1969. Um, he played the neighborhood's teacher for, for nearly five decades. Wow. Five decades. That's 50 years. Yeah. Wow. Man, he was 90. He was 90 years old when he passed away. Um, Gaylord Perry, famous pitcher, Cy Young pitcher. I'm not going to go too far into him, but if you're around my age you've heard of him i don't know who this is so i'm gonna keep going <laughs> irene cara 
there's a few people that I don't know who they are, and I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep yeah. going so that we can because there's like 93 people on this fucking list. We gotta get through. Ah, um, 2022, boy, man. Irene Cara. Now, come on. She was in uh in the 70s, she was in Roots, the next generation. She was on Electric Company. Uh, but her broke her breakout role was as Coco Hernandez in the 1980 movie Fame. I want to live forever. Treasure Lee, Coco, Treasure Lee. So if, if y'all remember the part um, in that movie where she went to like this photographer's crib, some French dude, and she thought, you know, she was doing something to get a break. And basically he wanted her to take her top off, like, you know what I mean? And, and take like nude pictures of her and shit. And like she was being a little hesitant at the at the moment when it was time to do it, and that nigga was like Trejali, Coco Trejali. I just remember him saying that. <laughs> um, and then yeah, she had to take off her shirt and show her breastuses. Um, so yeah, she actually sang the title track. Um. She sang the title song for Flashdance. What a feeling. His believing. Um, but she also said that she got blackballed by the industry. Um, because I think she didn't want to play certain games that they wanted her to play. And so, yeah. Mm. I think she ended up not being as big a star as she could have been at the time. I mean, I remember back in the day seeing, I was like, damn, this girl is beautiful. Like, I thought Irene Cara was bad as a motherfucker, like, you know? She must have said no to the uh, casting couch. Probably, something like that. Um, But yeah, she passed away at age 63, so rest in peace, Irene Cara. Um... This guy's from Days of Our Lives. Maybe some of the ladies remember this guy. I don't know him. Gallagher. Come on now. You say you don't know Gallagher, but again. The picture looks familiar. He's from the 80s. Um, he was a comedian. You know, his he's best known for his routine where he'd take a sledgehammer, uh, which he called the sledgehammatic, and he'd smash various food items uh, watermelons, pumpkins, you know, the messier, the better. Um, and yeah, he was like a stand-up comedian and who was very popular in the, in the eighties slash, I guess seventies and eighties. He passed away, um, at 76 years old. Uh, this guy was the voice of the animated Batman, don't really know him like that. Aaron Carter. Singer Aaron Carter, younger brother of Backstreet Boy member Nick Carter. Um, he shot to fame at the young age of nine when he released his first self-titled album in 1997. Wow. Man, um, I thought this was Machine Gun Kelly. Well, he used what? to tour with his brother's band. Um, you know, he had songs going into adulthood but he had a lot of personal struggles with addiction 
um, you know, later in life. And uh, yeah, I think he passed. How did he pass away? Did he kill himself or did he overdose? Some shit. Uh, I don't think it was natural. But rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Shout out to ABC News for this list. Uh, we have Takeoff. Wait, hang on. How old was Aaron Carter? Oh, shit. He was only 34 years old. Wow. Sheesh. That's young. Takeoff, 28 years old. His real name, Kersnick Kari Ball, was part of hip-hop trio Migos, along with Quavo and Offset. They rose to stardom in 2013 with Versace, Versace, Versace. Unfortunately, um, he was murdered in Houston at a bowling alley just recently. Um, tragic, tragic. Another rapper to add to the list of hip-hop homicides, which is why I say, you know, 50 Cent's new show could... The way things are going, this thing can conceivably go on for years, um, which is sick. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace, take off. Jerry Lee Lewis. Mm. Jerry Lee Lewis. A whole mm. lot of shaking going on. Icon. Um, he's a rock and roll icon, but he's also um, somebody that I'd like to understand why he hasn't been canceled by certain culture. This man uh, married his 13-year-old cousin. Um, <coughs> yeah. And they kind of swept that under the rug. And, you know, they still celebrate this man to this day. But he married his 13-year-old cousin. Um, that's goddamn pedophilia with a little bit of incest mixed in with the goddamn shit. Um, so now y'all can love this guy if you want. Now, now he made some good music, that whole lot of shaking going on. That's a great song, Great Balls of Fire. That's another uh, one of his joints. Um, great song, but uh, lot to be desired as a man. But anyway, rest in peace. 87, he died at 87. Um, Julia Powell, they made some movie. She was an author who, if y'all seen a movie, Julia, Julia and Julia, it was based on her. This guy, Leslie Jordan, I've seen him in shows before. Uh, Ashton Carter, he was a defense secretary, Robbie Coltrane, British actor, Angela Lansbury, Angela Lansbury. That murder she wrote? A lot of us would know her from Murder She Wrote. That's a show that black people used to watch. Um, but she began in her career in 1942 in a movie called Gaslight. And she earned an Oscar nomination, actually, um, for that movie. She appeared in other movies such as The Manchurian Candidate, um, Beauty and the Beast. She won an honorary Oscar in 2013 and six Golden Globes. She starred in the TV show Murder, She Wrote, which ran for 12 seasons from 1984 to 1992. 
I used to watch the reruns um, sometimes, and I enjoy. I think, you know what? I think did I used to watch Murder She Wrote when I cut school? Sometimes I think so. Mm. I think that shit used to come on in the daytime, and when I would cut school, that would be one of the shows I might would watch sometimes. Yeah. Okay, well, she was 96. Rest in peace, Angela Lansbury, Loretta Lynn. Mm, Um, A a country music star. Um, She had songs like You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man, Fist City. Whoa. What's Fist City? Was she getting fisted out here in these streets? I don't know. Um, don't come, don't come home a drinking with loving on your mind. But the her her number one that y'all might know her for is the coal miner's daughter. God damn it, Loretta Lynn, coal miner's daughter. She was ninety years old. Coolio, the homie. Shout out to Coolio, super cool guy. Had the pleasure of, um, you know, doing some shows with him. I remember we were in England, and this guy was headlining a crazy festival that we were doing at the time. Um, Shout out to Coolio. His debut album, It Takes a Thief, was released in 94. The song Fantastic Voyage reached number three on the Billboard charts. But it was that Gangsta's Paradise, mm. a single from his next album of the same name, reached number one and won a Grammy in 1996 for Best Solo Rap Performance. That same year, he won an American Music Award for Favorite Rap Hip Hop Artist. He was nominated for six Grammys in his career. He appeared in such TV shows as Coolio's Rules and Martin. He also wrote the theme music for the show Keenan and Kel. Now that's something I didn't know. He died in LA on September 28th at the age of 59. It's kind of young, Coolio. That song was everywhere. Remember the Dangerous Mind soundtrack? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Louise Fletcher, she looks familiar. Oh, she was the nurse, Nurse Ratchet, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. That's why she looks familiar. Okay. She just passed away. 88. Pharaoh Sanders, jazz legend Pharaoh Sanders, the influence of an early musical endeavor accompanying church hymnals growing up in Little Rock, Arkansas, played throughout the life of Pharaoh Sanders, venturing from the Jim Crow law-bound south to california and new york sanders expanded the breadth of his musical stylings into jazz r&b and into avant-garde during his decade-spanning career sanders collaborated with and inspired his peers religious themes infused his works leading his style to be referred to as spiritual jazz promises was sanders final release in march 2021 before his death on September 23rd, at the age of 81, Pharaoh Sanders. Definitely has been sampled in hip-hop. Do your Googles. 
Um, Kenneth Starr, who wow. do you work with? He was a lawyer for Bill Clinton. I remember that guy. Okay, he passed at 76. Queen Elizabeth II passed at 96. Y'all know who she is. We ain't got to go. Bernard Shaw. He was a pioneering black journalist. He was one of the first black anchors in TV news, working as a co-anchor on ABC News, World News Tonight in 1978. He became CNN's chief anchor when the network launched in 1980. He anchored live coverage of President Ronald Reagan's assassination, assassination attempt in 1981, and he reported live from Tiananmen Square during the 1989 protests. He covered the start of the Gulf War in 1991 from his post in Baghdad and retired in 2001. He died on September 7th, uh, 10 days before my born day, at the age of 82. <clears throat> Who else we got? Mikhail Gorbachev. <clears throat> he was the former Soviet Union president. That's all y'all need to know. <laughs> Anne Hayes, y'all remember Anne Hayes? Hey, that guy looked familiar. The one before her, who was that? The black and white photo. Who was that? Tim Page. He's a photographer, legendary okay. photographer. I think he looks like somebody else. Um, maybe one of the Rolling Stone dudes. Now, Anne Hayes. Remember, Anne Hayes was, um, basically she used to mess with Ellen DeGeneres. Like Ellen DeGeneres turned her out made her lesbian and then after fucking with ellen she went back to fucking with men y'all remember this and hey uh she appeared in tv film broadway uh she won a primetime emmy uh for the tv movie gracie's choice uh a tony award for a play called 20th century she was also in the movie Donnie Brasco, which some of you know our crowd would know. Uh, Wag the dog, and I know what you did last summer. Her memoir called me crazy recounted her painful childhood and surviving abuse, which she told ABC News Barbara Walters led to her to rely on alcohol and drugs. Funny how they don't mention her little stint as a lesbian with Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> You know, we're just gonna sweep that under the rug. Sweep that under but the rug. She was only fifty-three for 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 goodness' sake. Like that's we're pretty sweep young. Sweep that under the rug. Rest in peace, Anne H. Olivia Newton-John. You're the one that I want. Ooh. You wow. are one of my honey. Another icon. What? Sandy, baby. I'm in misery. Come on now. Everybody from my fucking generation loved Greece. I don't give a fuck. Black, white, Chinese, pottery. Everybody loved Greece. And fucking John Travolta as Danny and Olivia Newton John as Sandy is like, come on. You'll That's be hard. Like you'll be hard pressed to find somebody from my era who didn't love that fucking movie and who didn't see it. Mad times. Um. So yeah, she, Olivia Newton-John, entertainer, activist, 
Um, she was best known as pop as a pop singer and actress. One of her most famous roles was Sandy in the movie ab- adaptation of Grease alongside John Travolta, whom she frequently cra- collaborated. Her hit song, Physical, let's get physical, physical, I want to get physical, let's get into physical, let me hear your body talk, your body talk. Um, I remember that song. That one was all right. Now, the one that they're not mentioning is the one that threw us off was that goddamn Xanadu. Remember that Xanadu song? I remember that one. Exactly. I remember physical. physical. Horrible. Xanadu. Xanadu. I don't know. What? Don't First remember. It. Fucking movie, I think, was called Xanadu. Man, it was it was not a good song. Um, but physical was was a good song. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that song cemented her as a superstar in the music video era. Um but she had a long struggle with breast cancer, which inspired her to, you know, be an activist for the disease, against the disease. Um, yeah, she she succumbed to her cancer, what, in August of 2022? Yeah, so she's... Uh, she was 73 years old. Livia Newton John. Um, David McCullough, he looks familiar. National Book Award. Okay. He wrote books. He's an author. Bill Russell, come on. Held as the greatest player in the history of the NBA. Let's say that again. Held as the greatest player. In the history of the NBA, Bill Russell's six foot nine inch height helped him attain legendary status on the basketball court, garnering accolades as five time MVP and a 12 time all star during his career. Russell played with the Boston Celtics in the 1960s and winning 11 championships. Russell would go on to write his autobiography, Second Win. The, memora- the memoirs of an opinionated man. I wonder if he wanted to put black man originally, but they made him put man. Mm. Or I just wonder. Um, in 1979, that book came out. Um, yeah, Bill died at the age of 88. Man, this is definitely somebody we all know and love. Rest in peace, Bill Russell. Nichelle Nichols mm. from Star Trek, most best known for her portrayal of Lieutenant Enyoita Uhuru. First of all, I never knew Lieutenant Uhuru's first name. Noyota? Mm. N-Y-O-T-A. Nyota? Nyota? Nyota. Nyota. Uhuru on the television star uh, series, Star Trek. Um, She shared a landmark interracial kiss with her co-star, William Shatner. Mm, I remember that. On that show. Mm -hmm. Even though it's funny because they act like it was some sort of laser beam 
that forced him to do it. Like they were forced. Like, like some aliens hit them with a beam and, and really he didn't want to do it. And maybe she wanted to do it more than he did, but he didn't want to do it. But somehow this laser beam forced him to kiss her. And that was like how they were able to, you know, promote that, even though, you know, I don't know what's so fucking great about it. Um, but yeah, there's also a story about she was wanting to quit. She wanted to quit the show and it was Martin Luther King who told her not to because he said like, we need, um, we need basically your frame of reference. Like Mm. this is supposed to take place in the future and all of that. And if there's no black people on the show, then how the hell, you know, how are we going to even see ourselves in the future? So we need you to be there so that people can see black people can see themselves existing in the future. Cause she was the only black character. That's an amazing story right there, man. Yeah. And, and they didn't include that in here, but I did. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know who that Pat Carroll is. Tony Dow. He was the older brother on Leave it to Beaver. He just died at 77. Paul Sorvino. Um, yeah, he was best known as, you know, his mobster roles. As Goodfellas, Paul right? And Goodfellas. That's right. Um, he was the sergeant. Um, the NYPD sergeant on Law and Order. Uh, he was born in Brooklyn. Um, he's the father of Mira Sorvino, who is also an actress. Um, let's see. He says became a mainstream. T- he became a mainstay in TV and film in roles from Henry Kissinger and Nixon to a communist in red. Sorvino was also a respected tenor. Hmm, I didn't know that. Performing at Lincoln Center in 2006, he had three children with his first wife, including the Oscar-winning actress Mira Sorvino. He died on July 25th at age 83. Don't know this guy. Ivana Trump. Not to be confused with Ivanka. Um... What was that? His first wife? Mm-hmm. Trump's first wife? Um, I think so, yeah. She was born and raised in Gatowaldorf, Czechoslovakia. Um, now Zlin, Czech Republic. She moved to New York in 1976, married Donald Trump in 77. They had three children, Donald Jr., Ivanka, and Eric. She worked with the Trump company as an interior design consultant and held executive positions on many of his projects. The couple separated in 1990. They divorced in 92. Vanna Trump had a cameo in the First Wives Club in 1996 and in 2010 was a competitor on Celebrity Big Brother in England. Ivana Trump died on July 14th at the age of 73. Tony Sirico. Now, I just want to say I had the person, I had the pleasure of meeting Tony Sirico. I had the pleasure of uh, filming with him on 
the Sopranos. Goodfellas too. He was on Goodfellas. Right. Well, I wasn't in Goodfellas. I was, you know, but right. yeah, that's where I worked with him on the Sopranos. But yes, Tony Sirico, his film debut was in 1974 for in a movie called Crazy Joe. He appeared in several movies directed by Woody Allen, such as Bullets Over Broadway and Cafe Society. He was best known for playing gangster roles such as Tony Stacks in Goodfellas, and most notably. He played Paulie Walnuts in the mm. TV show The Sopranos. He died July 8th at the age of 79. Good guy. Good guy. He, I remember him just being real, um, just real personable on set, you know, and mm. just wanting to talk and just, you know, tell his little stories and, you know, because he's really, he was really a gangster. You know what I mean? He really was down with them dudes when he was young and shit. And happened to got, get into this acting shit later. Um, so, yeah, shout out Tony Sirico. <clears throat> Don't know you. James Kahn. Another great actor from my era. <clears throat> 1963 was his debut in a movie called Irma La Douche. <laughs> He delivered a heartbreaking performance in 1971 TV movie, Brian's Song. That's probably where I first got up on James Caan because I used to love Gail Sayers, the, the running back um, for the Chicago Bears when I was a child. My, uh, my first football number was number 40, just like Gail Sayers. And I was a running back, just like Gail Sayers. Um and so Brian's song is a, is a movie about Gail Sayers and, and uh, another football player that was on his team. And so Gail Sayers like hurt his leg and this other guy, the white guy helped him like rehabilitate only for us to find out that the white guy had cancer or some shit like that. And then the white guy ended up dying and shit, you know. So I guess it was one of those movies that was trying to, uh, it was trying to promote like racial, um, you know, interracial harmony, you know. Um, and that a black guy and a white guy, because these guys were really close and they were trying to show that a black guy and a white guy can really be friends and all this type of shit. Uh, and it was it was definitely a good movie. Um, so he was nominated for an Emmy for that. Then in 1972, he played the role of Santino, Sonny Corleone in The Godfather, which earned him a Best Supporting Actor nomination. He replied he reprised his role in The Godfather Part Two in '74. He starred in several movies in the '70s, '80s, such as Rollerball and Thief. He's well known for his roles in 1990 movie Misery. Remember that? Yeah. And the 2003 movie Elf. Khan died on July 6th at the age of 82. He also has his son is on um, Hawaii Five-O. Oh, okay. I remember that show. Yeah, well, he's on the new Hawaii Five-O. Oh, okay. Uh, Margaret Keane, I don't know who it is. Martin. Ray Liotta. All what? these dudes from the gangster... Movies, yes, Ray Liotta. Another good fella. Another good fella. 
He made his acting debut in a daytime soap opera, Another World, from 78 to 81. I would have never known that because I don't watch soap operas back then. Um, His breakout role was in the movie Something Wild in 1986. In 1990, he won critical plays for his role in Field of Dreams. But his most famous role came that year when he played mobster Henry Hill in Goodfellas. Leota won an Emmy in 2005 for a guest appearance on the TV show ER. More recently, he appeared on television in the show's Texas Rising 2015 and in Shades of Blue with Jennifer Lopez in 2016. He died at the age of 67. Don't know you. Don't know you. Roger McFarlane, you look familiar. Oh, he used to work with President Reagan. Okay. Naomi Judd. Um, she's the mother. Oh, they had the mother-daughter group, right? Uh, with Winona Judd. There's also, also Ashley Judd, I think, is her daughter as well. Mm. But she's a country singer. She had 20 top 10 hits with her with her daughter, Winona. Winona. They won five Grammy Awards and were inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2021. Judd also was the mother of actress Ashley Judd. Um, now, with all those accolades, they're not telling you that she killed herself. Um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. So they say she died April 30th, 76. Yeah, but she killed herself. Wow. It was suicide. Wow. Yeah. It's just funny. People that have all, you know, you would think, hey, you got five Grammys, you're inducted in the country. Why? Why? What's wrong? Why do you want to kill yourself? It's a problem. Materialist, materialistic stuff don't mean nothing, man. Exactly. Because we live in our heads. Remember right. that. You live in yeah. here. You don't live out here. You live in here. So if yeah. in here is not right, nowhere is going to be right. Um, Gilbert Godfrey. Mm. Gilbert Godfrey. I remember this dude, yeah. Gilbert Godfrey with the annoying voice. He began decades-long career in comedy when he took on stage in the new when he took to stage in New York at the age of 15, working as a stand-up comedian. He became a cast member on Saturday Night Live for one season. He was best known for voicing the role of Parrot Lago in Disney's Aladdin movie. He also voiced the role of another bird. Digit in PBS's long-running children's show. And he also voiced the bird, another bird, the duck, the Aflac duck. He's the original Aflac. But then he parted ways and they still use that Aflac, but it's not him. Mm. Interestingly enough, he was a frequent guest on late night TV shows, comedy clubs, and celebrity roasts. He died at the age of 67. Um, so Gilbert Godfried, not to be confused with <laughs> our boy Godfrey. Godfrey. I was just thinking that, okay, aka um, Wendy Dredd, Estelle Harris. If you ever watch Seinfeld, um, she was on that. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, he was the drummer 
Oh, he played with Alanis Morissette's band, and then he was in the Foo Fighters. Okay, that's where I know him from. And he died at age 50. I'm not sure. Was he suicide too? Something. Look that up, y'all. Tell me if he was suicide too, because I'm not sure. Madeline Albright, she used to be the secretary. She was the 64th Secretary of State. She died at 84. Don't know him. Don't know him. William Hurt. I used to like this guy. He was a really good actor. Um, he was one of Hollywood's leading men of the 80s. Uh, movies such as Broadcast News, Body Heat, The Big Chill. He was nominated for Academy Awards, winning Best Actor Oscar in 1985 for his performance in Kiss of the Spider Woman. Um even though I don't think I saw that movie. Wasn't that Kiss of the Spider-Woman about like a transvestite or some shit like that? I think so. No, I've never even heard of that movie. Yeah, it's some Kiss shit. I'm pretty Woman? sure that's what it's about. <clears throat> and maybe, I don't, I don't even want to, y'all tell me, but I don't know. Heard appeared in more than 50 theater productions. He voiced popular movies and worked constantly in TV and films with notable appearances in the series Damages. In several Marvel films, he died March 13th, 2022, 71. He definitely was a good actor. Emilio Delgado, um, he was on Sesame Street as well. So another Sesame Street uh, alum has passed away. Sally Kellerman, she looks familiar. I said, but she's from, oh, she was on a Twilight Zone, Bonanza, Star Trek. So she's definitely from back in the days. Uh, she played Hot Lips Houlihan in the movie version of MASH. Okay. So not the, um, not the TV joint, but the movie version. PJ O'Rourke, I've seen him before. Ivan Reitman, we'd probably know him from, um, producing like animal house uh he did uh he produced meatballs ghostbusters twins kindergarten cop junior draft day yeah he was a big hollywood producer ivan reitman betty davis Funk singer Betty Davis was born Betty Marbury in North Carolina. She released the single Get Ready for Betty in 1964. She wrote the song Uptown to Harlem, recorded in 1967 by the Chambers Brothers. Wasn't there a song about Betty Davis' eyes? Mm -hmm. But now were they talking about her or were they talking about the white actress Betty Davis? Oh, okay. Good question. Um... Her marriage to jazz musician Miles Davis in 1968 lasted only a year. Between 1973 and 75, she released three albums, Betty Davis, They Say I'm Different, and Nasty Gal. She left the music industry in the mid-70s and moved to the Pittsburgh area. She was the subject of the 2017 documentary, Betty, They Say I'm Different. She died on February 9th at the age of 77. Don't know who these people is. Chelsea Christ. She was a 
former Miss USA in 2019. Um, she was also a correspondent on the TV show Extra, Extra. Um, Howard Hessman. the building, was it? Huh? That wasn't the one that jumped out the building, remember? Oh, I don't we, we remember. We did a show on that. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. See, they're not yeah. talking about They're just saying who passed. They're not always telling how. My man, yeah. Howard Hessman, if y'all remember WKRP in Cincinnati, this dude was the, was Dr. Johnny Fever. I remember that story. Yeah. on the show. Yeah. Now, Manfred Therry Mugler. First of all, I've seen the name Therry Mugler. I know as a designer, I always thought that was a girl. I didn't know it was a dude. Uh, and this guy acts looks very how you doing? Um, so we'll just leave it at that. He passed away. Louis Anderson. Now I don't know why I thought Louis Anderson was already passed away, but maybe oh I'm mixing him up with somebody else. But Louis Anderson just passed away at 68. Um, y'all know who the fuck Louis Anderson is, man. Fat comedian. Um, a Buddhist monk passed. Meatloaf. Come on, y'all. Y'all remember Meatloaf. Um, that 1977 Bat Out of Hell record was, uh, yeah. Them white boys around my way loved that shit. Mm. He was like a, the white boy poster child back then. Um, but yeah, he actually turned out to be a pretty good actor later on in life. Um, he had quite a voice. Meatloaf. Trying to get through these. Andre Leon Tally. We've seen this guy before. Um, whatever. I don't really know him like that. Charles McGee. He was one of the Tuskegee Airmen. He passed away at 102. Wow. Look at that. Don't know who that is. Ronnie Spector. Phil Spector's black wife, basically. Um, yeah, she just passed away, 78. Bob Saget. Uh, we know Bob Saget from Full House. Um, comedian, funny guy. Uh, he passed away at 65. Uh, who else? We know Peter Bogdanovich. He was a director. Wild Angels, Paper Moon. The Last Picture Show. That was some breakthrough movie for him. Sidney Poitier. Hang on. Sidney Poitier. Actor Sidney Poitier starred in the movie No Way Out in 1950. And in Blackboard Jungle in 1955. He earned an Academy Award nomination in 1958 for The Defiant Ones. In 1968, Poitier became the first Black actor to win an Academy Award for Best Actor for his performance in Lilies of the Field. In the 1970s, he directed such films as Uptown Saturday Night, and Let's Do It Again. He received the Kennedy Center Honors in 1995, an Honorary Academy Award in 2002, 
in 20 in 2009 president obama awarded him the presidential medal of freedom i just feel like sydney would want it, me to pronounce it in such a way so there you are sydney he I passed can't. away at 94. i can't and there you have it man those are Whew. Got those. those are some of the most notables yeah. of 2022. Rest in power, Papa Stacks. Rest in power, Papa Stacks. Rest in power, any family members of people that we've lost here in the chat. Um, Man, and all we can... All I can do is is wish you prosperity and long life and and great fortune in the year to come. Um. Man, yes, we did say we did say Kirsty Alley, uh, Rob, Shy City. See, I wanted this. I didn't want to get on here and just do just the black people because you know if we keep it real. A lot of these uh, white entertainers and 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 notable people, they're part of our lives too. You know what I mean? They're part of Everybody. our lives too. Yeah. We came up with these people too, and when 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 they pass away, you know, especially when it's somebody from your childhood, like like right now, somebody like Olivia Newton John, you know, that's a piece of our childhood that just passed away there. You see what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. Grease is such an iconic movie. And for someone from that movie to pass away like that, especially one of the main characters, it's almost right. like a piece of your childhood. You know, it just it just speaks to your mortality. And it just talks right. to how, you know, we're all getting older and we have to. Uh, yeah, we have to keep that in mind. But hold up. OK. Y'all can give me your list now because PNB Rock, okay, that wasn't on that list. Um, somebody said rest in power, Kendrick Davis. You know what? Matter of fact, rest in peace, Allah B. We lost Allah B this year. Rest in peace to him. Um, rest in peace to. <laughs> Granddaddy IU, who just passed away very recently. How about DJ K Slay? Was that last year? I don't. Was it? DJ K Slay. If was it, it was twenty two. Rest yeah. in peace, DJ K Slay. Um. Oh, they said M M two May. Damn. M2 may passed away. FBG Duck. DMX, right? Was DMX this year? I feel like that could have been last year. Okay, yeah, give your shout-outs. Oh, that's right. Tame One and Hurricane G. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, comedian David A. Arnold. Hmm. 
Again, Granddaddy IU. Yeah, they said DMX was 2021. Okay. Teacher Maria said, rest in peace to my cousin. She was studying a PhD at the University of California, Berkeley. Rest in peace to your cousin, Teacher Maria. Was Bismarcky this year too? No, I think that, I want to say that was 2021 too. I'm not sure, man. Somebody said, rest in peace, my credit card debt. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we needed some comedy in this, man. Yeah. Um. Oh, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Come on, man. Mm. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Somebody said, "Rest in peace, FBG Cash." Bismarcky was twenty twenty one again. These years be going by so fast, y'all. Yeah. yeah, they do. They be going by fast. Oh, so apparently David Arnold, who wrote for Kevin Hart, Meet the Brown, House of Pain, Netflix, not for not for the week. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mm. Kenny Mack said he lost two uncles and one cuzzo. Mm. Rest in peace. Rest in power. May you know let's 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 make no mistake um a notables a notables passing is not any more special than somebody who's not as notable and we respect and and you know feel the same for them all um rest in peace joe mercer marley bob marley's grandson who passed away at what 31 I think he's like 31 wow what's wow. going on there wow. but i believe he was a ray reggae artist as well joe mercer marley mm -mm -mm. <clears throat> oh yeah we just said irene cara mm -hmm. we said that earlier oh scotty wants us to take into us give a whole science of where the caucasians come from the oh, caucus man. asians from the caucus mountains the caucus mountains it's right in the name caucasian right. mm -hmm. caucus asian mm -hmm. it's right there man <clears throat> well yeah, listen man. i think we've shit going on three hours yeah. um <clears throat> good show man I think we've hit up a lot of stuff. Oh, it's getting ready to be an angel hour. It's getting ready to be 555. Okay, okay, let's, okay. Um, let's acknowledge that. I'm not going to. Huh? Oh, yeah. But over here. Yeah. Over here, it's 555. And I just want y'all. I'm not leaving y'all until we get to that 555. So that we can share this time together. Oh, here we are. We're here. Yeah, so let's just take a moment of silence now at 555 for everybody that's passed in.
I meant to say 2022. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that. Peace and rest in power. Peace. Much love to you all. Shout out to everybody that know the time with 555, 444, If y'all know what time it is with the angel numbers. Mm-hmm. All right. So listen, um, So we're going into the new year. Yes. I would like, you know, people do all these resolutions and stuff like that. Um, New year, new me. I mean, I would, I would hope that part of y'all's new year's resolution is to, for us to come together more and be able to stay on code. Um, and create the same power structure, the same type of, uh, the same way they have to take other groups seriously, whether it be the Jewish community, whether it be the LGBT community, um, I think there's things can be that can be learned from those communities as far as how to rally together, always stay on code with each other mm-hmm. and use that rallying together to further your wants and needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that in 2023, we can um, really examine a lot of what we're eating, yo. Like, we're really killing ourselves with this fucking fake-ass food. Like, like this shit that we're, we're giving us. This is, y'all crying about guns and all this type of shit. Y'all need to be crying about these potato chips and this fucking mayonnaise and all this other fucking bullshit that they're giving y'all, okay? A gun can fucking save your life. This fucking so-called food, this shit ain't saving your life. Um... Hey, real talk. Yeah. Real talk, man. Real talk. Let's commit to let's commit to uh yeah, to just not being phony. Let's commit to that. Let's commit to wanting the truth and loving the truth and not getting mad when the truth is presented to you. (laughs) And just, you know, taking the truth for what it is. And not acting like the truth is trying to hurt you or some shit like that. It's not. The truth is here to set you free, goddammit. And let's be let's be more open-minded to truth and close-minded to the bull. Let's also understand, like I said, we live in a mental world and everything happens in your mind first. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what you see in your mind will materialize in the physical world. If Facts. enough energy is put behind it. Facts. Um, I want to thank everybody who's been helping me on my campaign to play Papa Wu mm-hmm. on 
the Wu-Tang series. Um, I feel like it might, <laughs> it actually may be getting traction. Mm. Um, so y'all keep putting those tweets out there. Y'all keep hitting up RZA, Method Man, hit them all up. <laughs> and let them know that Lord J is the only one that can play Papa Wu and give it the justice that it deserves. Um, that being said, I want you to envision everything that you want in your life and then just make it happen. And, and it's better to envision what you want as, a, as opposed to focusing on what you don't want. Let's focus on what we want instead of always harping on what we don't want. Because as you keep talking about what you don't want, you're actually going to attract that to you as well. Talk about what you want. Peace, knowledge, born of law. Um, can't speak at the moment, but I'll hit you back, God. Um. Oh, Yes. How about let's commit to boycotting non-supporting industries? How about that? Because mm. that's the only way that we'll get any, that we'll be taken seriously for anything. Again, nobody's, right now, y'all asking for reparations. Y'all not demanding anything. Because a demand comes with a threat. Mm -hmm. If you don't do this, I'm going to punch you in your face. If you don't do this, I'm going to dot, dot, dot. You see? But we don't have that as 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 black people in this country. It also comes with organized we're soldiers. Asking for, we're asking for, would you please give us reparations? We're not demanding it. Because if we demanded it, we'd say, either y'all give us reparations or, God damn it, we're not going to buy another whatever we're not gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna whatever mm -hmm. there was got to be some sort of action behind what you're talking about or else you're just asking and begging so let's think about that as well people um i want y'all to be healthy i want y'all to be safe i want y'all to be um as my man Maj Torre would say, I want y'all to be solutionary. Um, yeah. And I want us to, you know, just be bigger and better in 23, man. And hopefully we can get more people um, on the side of consciousness, man, because, you know, this 85, 10%, 5%, this, this shit seems like the percentages are staying pretty much pretty much where they've been. 85% is about right. If it hasn't grown, if we haven't lost <laughs> some of our 5% to the 85%. We was having this, I was having this conversation with um, Shaheen like last week. Peace, God. Oh. And um, it's funny. I've been watching his his old stuff. On yeah. YouTube. Yeah. So and he was just like asking me, so, God, if, if some of the five percent is acting like 
the 85%, does that mean the 85%'s numbers is higher? And I'm just like, hmm, you know, that's uh that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, because unless we're not, unless we're uh replacing some of our lost numbers, you know, and we've have lost people in this nation of God's and earth due to passing away, due to some people just falling victim to society. I know plenty of gods that turned into bloods and shit when that shit got popular and all that. Let's keep it real. Um, so you're saying, are you saying it could possibly be now 3%? Listen, that's what I'm saying. If we don't replace the ones that we lost, mm. who knows? Could it be, can it be the understanding percent now versus the, you know, <laughs> 80 87%? You know what I mean? Instead of the 85%? I don't know. It's it's poor righteous teachers are now the 3%. I'm just saying it's 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 philosophical, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, the 5% is a symbolic thing anyway, you know. The 85% it's all it's all symbolic. But you know, it definitely has its place in truth too. You know, the majority of the people are not conscious small portion are conscious and then there's another portion that does know but they're using that why the same reason same reason that they want to tell you that you live on a spinning ball the same reason that they want to tell you that dinosaurs exist all of that so they can be the bloodsuckers of the poor they can control and manipulate the ones with lack of knowledge that's why so yeah on that note, I want to say, um, you know, have a happy, blessed, gracious New Year. Um, shout out to Rod Digger. Shout out to Godfrey. Shout out to you, my brother. Um, shout out to all my people. Shout out to uh, Fact Checker Rage. Rest in peace, Rage. Shout out to our people from the Black Lady Theater, Omar, uh, still out there fighting the fight for the Black Lady Theater. Uh, shout out to all, you know, our interns that we used to have at the Black Lady Theater, Johnny Fastlane, Poppy Dot, fucking um, my man God Level. Man. Appreciate all of y'all. Shout out my man Five Mikes. Big up Five Mikes. Um, my man Giovanni Lavish T from the 371 podcast that I direct and produce. Um, yeah. All our guests that's that joined us this year. Shout out my man Grand Poobah. Big up Dottie X, Alamo, Sincere. Rest in peace, Stud Doogie. Man, couldn't have forget that one. Rest in peace, Stud Doogie. Um, and on that note, man, we're going to see you on the other side. 2023. Three um, more minutes. Three more minutes, and it'll be three hours flat. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> let me see. 
257. Let me see when is so Sunday. Oh, for the New Year's? Sunday is the New Year's, huh? Okay, so I'm probably going to come back around. I'll see. I don't know about New Year's Day. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. I might do the 3rd or the 4th. Come back on the 3rd or the 4th. Yeah. How about we do something like that? Why don't y'all meet me here and we'll kick it. Um, Brand Nubian probably have a New Year's show somewhere, right? As of now, we don't. Okay. Which is surprising. But it's all good. Um. I thank everybody in the chat for coming through. All our regulars, Miss Ravioli. Yes, sir. Um, there you go. A1 Drizzy. Um, Aisha M. We love you, Queen. Man, everybody. I, I, I can't remember everybody's name, but trust me. Teacher Maria, we got love for all of y'all. Your boy, uh, what's his face? Icy Saracen. Icy Saracen, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Listen, on behalf of myself and the whole Godcast, my name's Lord Jamal. And he's your boy, Artie Stacks. For Digger and Godfrey, we out, y'all. Peace. Happy New Year. And we out.